Good morning, everyone. I'm here with Sean Vincent DePaul, rapper, singer. Fuck, there's so much musical talent in this vessel, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, but you, you explore yourself beyond just music itself and visually as well. But we talk about your origin story. We talk about growing up Tamil and feeling like an outsider even within your community. We talk about dealing with adversity and how do you navigate that. Uh, we also talk about fatherhood. We, we have a pretty engaging conversation about that. Uh, make sure to check out the full conversation in the podcast link below. But with that out of the way, let's get into it. I discovered your music only this year. Right. I feel deprived. My life feels deprived because I only found it so late. Yeah. Uh, but how long have you been, this is 2018, how long have you been doing music? Uh, professionally? Yeah. Since 2009. Okay. So I was part of like a, a duo before right. I started doing solo stuff. I've only been doing solo stuff since 2016. Gotcha. Before then it was just, I was in a, I was in just so many fucking rap groups, man. Right. And then... I was in like three rap groups, you know those eight man like Wu Tang ish yeah. groups yeah. in high school. Wu Tang was my thing growing Yo, up, like that was. <clears throat> but big groups are hard to manage, man. Of course, egos like a lot of personalities. So many, it's, I'm just like fuck it. Yeah. And then and then, um, 2016 is when you decided that you want to just go through this by yourself. solo. Well, I was in a, a duo with my best friend called right. Magnolias, and we did we did put out two records. We toured like all around the world. Right. That, I thought that was. We're going to, like, one more album and we're out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was just like, one day he was, my boy was just like, it wasn't for him. You know right. what I mean? I felt like it was more like my dream and he was coming along for the ride. Right, right, um, right. Yeah, and then you just decided to do his thing. And then I was like, I had to do it solo. And I was like. And this happens to a lot of creators, <clears throat> whether you start a business together. Yes. Or whether it's music together, is that some person one individual can fall out of love of it. Absolutely. So when this happened, is this 2016 that this happened? When did this happen? 20, that was like 2014. 2014. Yeah. So you've been making music for still five years up until that point. Yeah. Now you're having the time of your life. You feel like you're at the cusp of something even bigger. Yeah. And then they decide that, I'm sorry, but this is not for me. Yeah. How did you navigate that moment in your life? That was dev That was a dark time, man. Yeah. That was just like, even like writing songs by yourself, like... Uh, being performing by yourself that was yeah. something I never thought I would do because right. it was like that's my best till this day he's still my best friend yeah, yeah. and he still helps me write stuff but like yeah. everything we and did. like don't get it twisted there's no animosity here no, it's just no, no, at no, the no. end of the day it's just, it was a different journey for yeah, him absolutely yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I think like if I had to do it again I would still do it because like everything we went through I, I use it now yeah. for my solo stuff but it's like yeah it was devastating it was dark because it was just like now I'm just by myself yeah. no one around me Yeah, and it was just yeah, it was a dark time then. Yeah, because I mean, like, re it was a hitting reset on everything though. Because think about like, it wasn't just music; it was like building a business. Yeah, you know, we poured like so much money into concept it. designs, concerts. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Al we put out two albums. Like that much writing is just like that's when when your business collapses like that, and then you're starting from scratch. It's not just music; it's like resetting your life. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. What I mean, so I had to like reset my life, and that was a time I was. Like, my daughter was just going to be born. Right. So I was like, yo, I'm going to be a father. Yeah. This shit is starting over again. Everything seemed to culminate into that one it year. It was just like, it was dark. It was dark. What did you do <clears throat> to get through that, though? Like, you obviously had to. You're here now. Yeah, yeah. And you're doing I things, amazing out. things. Like, yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I made it out. 
what did you do? I mean, I know there's some stuff you might not be able to share, but is there anything that helped you through that moment? Um, well, I was just writing. I tried to write out, out of it, but like, I think um, it was like some, it was like God's plan because I'm in a group called Sideways, like a collective. Right, right. And that around that time is when I, I like joined Sideways. Yeah. But um, uh, my friend Coleman Hell, who's in Sideways, yeah. I had met him on tour like seven years ago in Thunder Bay, mm -hmm. and he moved to Toronto mm. that time. And then through him, I met the, my producer now. So like I met these guys like at the time when I was by myself. Right. And now I'm in a collective with them. But like it was like through God's plan, I was like, you're meant to meet these guys. Right, right, and right. And through them, like, and these guys are all genius. Yeah, Like, yeah. I'm just like, this is where I need to be. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? And so, they, like, I joined Sideways, and then it was just, like, started. And I saw the Sideways stuff. thing. So, it's not your mm -hmm. typical, it's not like a group. So it's, it's like it's a, a collective, collective. Slash label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You so guys are like, really just collaborating in this, like, healthy, you know, way that yeah. kind of brings out amazing work. Yeah, yeah. It's a four-man machine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, 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 I kind of resonate with that because that's kind of how we do it on the photography side where we have people that are in charge of certain things yes. and those are their responsibilities. They hold it down and yeah. good stuff comes out. Absolutely. And this has been your process for the last better part of four years? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. everyone has their, like, their own expertise in sideways. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think one thing is like um, knowing what you're good at is important, but knowing what you're not good at is more important. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like knowing when to step back. It's like I know I can write. I know I can rap. Yeah. <clears throat> But before I was uh, before I was working with Latch, my producer now, yeah. I would just write like a hundred bar rap song. Yeah, yeah. Most people don't want to hear a hundred bar rap song. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah, like learning yeah. to write a song, learning to structure a song, learning right. to write an accessible song with melody, with a mm -hmm. chorus. Mm -hmm. Like I learned that through them. I'm just like, okay, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It hits. Like writing hits is just as important as writing. Mm like a, a, a very political song that might be important it's yeah. you know hits got to pay the bills and yeah. then you got to write other shit for yourself yeah yeah, yeah. you know i want to explore that sonically but i feel like we have to talk about your name sean vincent de paul yeah yeah can you share your real name that, and, that, that, that's 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 the real deal man. your real name that, is sean vincent de paul that's my government name did you change it to that were you born like that no that was changed. your parents i had so many stupid rap names before <laughs> that point like them like the dumbest shit i'm just like and then at one point i'm like it's what, such what a just like it's renaissance like yes, airy and, name and i didn't see it i didn't see it until like a, i'm just like what am i doing my name and for this those is a beautiful name people that are listening to this your parents are tamo they're tamo yeah but it's a french name it's a french name yeah a, do they grow up same. in france or no uh, we're a first generation vincent de paul so it was like um it was just changed right but yeah it was like it's probably like colonial history to that. Right, too, right, 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 right. But yeah, it's a Catholic French name. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So when you're you're you have this name, when okay, now I gotta ask you, when did you settle on this name and can you share some of the oh other names God, that you had? People need to know My this. My first alias was explicit. Explicit? I think every rapper is was explicit it, was it, at some point. Did you take the like, E out and went just an X? It was like no, it was, it was just spelled explicit. Okay. Then it was like uh Can't tease I think that was like knowledge. For one, I'm like, what am I doing with my life? You just went for these powerful nouns. Yeah, I was just, and then I was like, liquid cerebral, and then cerebral. Yeah, that was I rolled with that for a while. And yeah. then I'm just like, these are all so stupid. It's just like, yeah. When did and, you decide and, and, on this? Uh, oh, sorry, finish your thought. Yeah, no, like when I decided is like, you know, when you have an alias, I feel like you could hide behind certain things, mm -hmm. and I felt like if I just use my actual name, yeah, 
I have to be honest. It's almost the truest version of yourself. Exactly. I'm just like, I can't lie about it. I can't lie. Anything I see on track, it's Sean Vincent de Paul saying. When did this happen? When did you officially say that I'm Sean Vincent de Paul? Uh, 2013, about. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, just yeah. before that. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, no, that's, that's, people ask me if that's my real name. It's, it's, one of the things that you know i listen to a lot of music from a lot of kind of genres and you know there's a way i interpret it and we'll talk about that when i heard your music and i went down the rabbit hole the one thing that stuck out to me is that sonically you are like an instrument yourself that you just kind of can sing and rap in different kinds of ways like you'll go one avenue it's like okay that's rap go down one avenue there's r&b but there's different versions of that yeah yeah and you know and I, I don't want to diminish it in any way, but like I'm hearing like Travis Scott in certain things. I'm hearing maybe you know Wu Tang Clan in certain things. Yeah. Um, I, I, there's so much of that. Yeah. It, to me, it's like you haven't settled in a good way. Mm-hmm. It's like you almost know the amount and the breadth of your work that you're willing to explore everything. Is that how you see it, or are you trying to find your the truest version of yourself? I think the truest version comes in the content. But the style, I like. I don't. I don't think I'm. I'm settled on a style. <clears throat> like um, when you think about an artist like Andre Three Thousand, yeah, huge influence. Like yeah. Outkast, like the way those guys like would like pitch their voice. You know, it's voice time. manipulation. I love Big that time. shit. I love like. I love when people, yeah, yeah, I love when people hear me and they're like, "Is that him?" I'm yeah. like, I love manipulating my voice like yeah. that. And then another time, I'm just like using a completely different pitch. Yeah. Even like after and post fucking with my voice. Yeah. yeah, I love shit like that. Like uh Pharaoh Monch did that, Outcast, Eminem does that. Yeah. Uh Nicki Minaj, you know, like huge. Huge. I yeah. I love that's that one shit. of the things you really pirated when she yeah, was coming I'm out. Just too. Like, yo, that's I love that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. you know, I listen to your track Bitch Go. And the way that almost your voice and that cadence hits with the beat itself, yeah. it feels like an instrument. Yeah. Like your vo- your 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 vocal ability is like an instrument in itself. Yeah. Is do you treat it as such that when Absolutely. you hear the, you hear the beats? Yeah. How do you train that? Like for artists that are coming up, like how do you find that? Uh, I don't know. Just like thousands of hours of recording. Also, like when I write a song, I, I'm I always um the cadence is always first for me. Do you know gotcha. what I mean? So I'm just like usually when I'm writing a song, I'm just mumbling. <clears throat> melodies are coming out. Yeah. And then the words will like just fill fill in afterwards. Gotcha. So you're paying attention to that first. Yeah. Let's talk about the songwriting experience. So when you hear it, are you going with the beat first or do you have an idea and then search for the beat? Like where does that process begin for you? Uh, always with a piece of music. Okay. So like my producer will like send me like either a chord progression or full beat and yeah. then I'll just like start mumbling stuff. Gotcha. And, usually and it's not even fully produced at that. It's just like, yeah, here's exactly. like the core, the skeleton of it, what it's going to be. And then from there, you kind of take it and run. Exactly. And then I'll just like hum stuff. I don't like record it. I don't um, write anything down. Yeah. So usually I just hit record and it's just like, it's almost like a form of being possessed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's just like, yeah. when I listen back to it, I'm like, what the fuck was I saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It'll just gradually evolve into something. There's a pop artist, Charlie Puth, and you know, for him, it's the voice yeah, yeah. memos where it's just like, he just hits record yeah. and just like, he'll mum- you can see, he made a YouTube yeah. video where he's just like mumbling yes. things and there's some that's, words. Yeah, I feel like that's, that's a pretty common practice yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, in songwriting. It's right. just like mumbling the melody and then filling in the words. Gotcha. Because I feel like before I'd try to do that where I would like write the words, yeah. but I feel like that... Um, that's like squeezing in poetry into like right. music. Almost or, like a round peg, square hole kind of thing. Yeah, I'm just like, well, let me do the opposite. It's, I think sometimes I'll do that if I have like a specific like uh, like a message I'm trying to talk about. I might have just a phrase in my head yeah. and then like squeeze it into a beat after. Yeah. But for the most part, I always let 
the music dictate what yeah, I'm gonna yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're a young individual, so 2009 you started doing this, but when did young you? Young-ish. Young-ish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got a lot more gray on yeah, you, yeah. so I mean, that's my marker. Um, when did you decide that this was what you were gonna do as a career, and like you were not gonna do anything else? I've always been a creative man. Like, yeah. Ever since a child, I was always drawing, writing, yeah. uh, making music. Like, ever since a child, I've always known I was going to be a creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but to actually I think, see this as a career, do, 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 can you uh, look back and remember when that was? The last day job I had was 2007. Gotcha. What were you doing? What were... I was last day job was uh, I was working at the National Film Board. I used to teach kids uh, stop motion animation. No way. Yeah, with like clay and shit. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. right. It was, right. it was actually a fun day job, but yeah. like yeah, it's just like yeah. I've always known I was going to be creative. Not necessarily music. Like yeah. I I think I'm actually a visual artist that makes music is how I would categorize myself. Interesting. Yeah. See, you're answering questions that I want to get to eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you start. You're more. You think visually yeah, and yeah. you kind of interpret art that way. Mm -hmm. Like then, I. Music is the bread and butter, yeah. but like, I don't know how to play an instrument. I can't write or read music, which is really? fucked up, right? To make a career out of music. It's becoming and more be and more like... common because I think music is powerful in that way where you don't have to play an instrument yes. to be... Well, in rap especially. Yeah, rap well, of in itself, there's no... The beauty of rap is that it doesn't rely on any form of theory. Right. Right. And if you wanted to, you don't even need to know the history of rap. Yeah, you could just rap, yeah. come up with a dope style, work yeah. on it, and that's music. Yeah, 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 You know, and a lot of people frown on rap, saying, well, this is not real music. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, well, it's like, um, who's it? It's like, I wouldn't consider myself a musician. Yeah. But, like, rap in itself is is just as complex as, like, uh, playing the piano, playing mm -hmm. any instrument. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? It's like, yeah. I, I, uh, I equate rap with dancing. Yeah. It's like, people are like, well, anyone can rap. Well, yeah, anyone can dance too. Yeah, yeah. If you wiggle your leg, you're dancing. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't make it's but good. There's levels. To yeah, exactly. It, right? There's yeah. intricacies to it that if you're not in it, you won't realize, right? Yeah, it's it's yeah. How did your so you're deciding at 2007? I'm going to quit my day job. I'm going to pursue this. How does your family react to this kind of stuff? Because a lot of creatives, they don't have it all, you know, <clears throat> rainbows and roses, so to speak, um, where their family might not be approving of this sort of yeah. path. What was that experience like? Uh. Well, I went to university. I went to university, got my degree in English. Where'd you go to university? University of Toronto. Shout out to University of Toronto. Uh, nah, fuck that. All right. Fuck U of T. Fuck the University of Toronto. <laughs> um, I went to university for my parents. Yeah. Like, I had no desire. As soon as high school was, like, a done, I'm just like, I want to go to, like, design school. I want to go to OCAD. Yeah. But you know how Thumbo parents are just, like... The thought Doctor of college, if they, yeah. if you say college, it's not as prestigious as university. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll do university. I'm looking at what I'm going to do. English, and I'm like, this, anthropology. Mm -hmm. To this day, Why? I don't even Why? know what the fuck anthropology is. <laughs> I have a degree in it, and I'm telling you, this is like, the whole time, I'm just like, I'm just going to get through this. I remember graduation day, yeah. got my degree, gave it to my parents, took the robe off, gone to the studio. I was gone. I'm just that like, I day. did it. And I regret. It. I regret going to university. I regret. Yeah. I should have just told my parents, "I'm not going. To, I'm not going to do yeah, this." Yeah, yeah. When I do these interviews, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I feel like a lot of um, South Asian um, creatives yeah. always have one foot trying to please their parent, yeah. and one foot trying to do what they're doing. Hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like we need to like destigmatize this like uh, pleasing our parents thing. Yeah. Is like um, I feel two ways about it. South Asian community needs to embrace 
the art arts just in general we need more thinkers poets painters rappers we need more of that Mm -hmm. i get Mm -hmm. that we need to embrace it as a culture because not Mm -hmm. everyone is an engineer or a doctor Mm -hmm. um there's that saying you can't judge a fish's ability to climb a tree Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah it's like there's and we're all born a genius at something yeah i believe this i believe that we're all genius at something yeah but school family religion institution slowly chips away at you it really strips it away it, it strips it away until you lose all confidence until you're just a fucking nine to five yeah, and yeah. now you don't even like what you're doing yeah, yeah but if you go back to your childhood yeah. trust me you are a genius at something 100 do you know what i mean yeah but now you ask a five-year-old in kindergarten what you want to be and it's the most ambitious astronauts yeah. they're telling you all kinds of shit yeah. but then after they're done university they're like it's just like they've taken the soul away exactly when you're sharing the story it resonates so much with me because it's a it's almost like an exact image of what i went through is where my parents, mainly my father, wanted me to be a doctor. Right. To the point he would call back home and tell everyone he's going to be a doctor. And it didn't help that I was good at school. The problem was I was good at school, so it was easy for me. Or I would like to say I'm clever more than smart. Right. I went to university, five-year program, kinesiology and health science, graduated God, honors, damn. specialized. Went through that exact same story as you. Went through this, and as soon as I was done, it's like, well, even the third year I realized it. But I'm like, okay. Let me at least get the fucking degree. Yes. That's how I felt. And um, <clears throat> Can I'm I just... Some, some water? Essentially, my, I, I go through this program. Third year, I already realized I don't want to touch people for a living. Yeah. And I want to do what I love. The problem is, I, even at that time, I didn't know exactly what it was. So I get this degree, hand it to my parents, went to the retail side to make money to fund this creative vision of life. Right, right. And my aspiration was like, I want to be a concert photographer. Like, that was my dream. And it's just like... You don't make money being a concert photographer. Then I was like, go to weddings. And I literally did something for the money, monetary reason. And it wasn't until the last two years where I kind of had this vision. Like, no, I got I got the truest form of my expression. I got to figure that out. So when I'm hearing your story, I'm like, my goodness. Like, there's so many parallels, no matter what discipline you're in, that people are going through this in some way. And here's the thing. You kind of look back and regret. But I hear that. And this is the way I look back at it. Maybe you can challenge it. Yeah, yeah. But it's almost like I had to go through five years of shit and the extra years of not knowing what I needed to do to be the truest version of who I am right now. So is there a Sean Vincent de Paul without that backstory, without that origin story? I, I get that point. I get, people, My mom tells me that all the time. She's like, well, you wouldn't be here if you didn't go. Like, I yeah, get yeah, that. Yeah. But it's also like the actual education system that I went through yeah. is a little bit of a sham, I felt like. One, I'd say I a lot like, more than a little bit. Yeah, I think exactly. it's a, it's a, it's I was a just big like, time. You know, the fact that I needed to get two degrees yeah. to graduate. And like the stuff that I was learning, completely Eurocentric bullshit. Yeah. Like I needed to take, I have a degree in English, okay? So I'm just reading books and books and books yeah, and books. Yeah. And then I'm just like, all the authors that I'm reading are fucking white. Yeah. The the one course that, I, uh, that I'm reading, like African yeah. Indian authors, it's called World Literature. I'm right. just like, there's a course called fucking World Literature just for me to learn about the yeah. majority of the world. Yeah. It's almost like they treat it as a separate silo. Yes. Not integral part of that core program. So, like, how do I relate to, like, what the fuck Shakespeare say? I would much rather, it's like, for me, it's like, um, you know, these things like Shakespeare and all these poets that, um, they're canonized in, in, the, in these fields, in, yeah. in these institutions. Yeah. Right? But that's only, like... For me, I'm like, you can't put Kendrick and Shakespeare on the same level. To yeah. me, Kendrick is like far superior than Shakespeare. Yeah. But people will continue to be like, that's not true. Because 
we've been brainwashed and programmed yeah. to think like that is the pinnacle yeah. that's the epitome of like the greats yeah, yeah. and i'm just like you know when they say like uh, <coughs> it's the winners who write history yeah if you continuously keep like uh if you feed it, into that system you keep feeding into it it's like white people constantly putting themselves on a pedestal to yeah. be like this is the great i'm like yeah. Trust me, he probably plagiarized it from someone else. Well, that's a lot of the truth around there too. But right? I mean, at the same time, for me, is like I look back at that and I'm like, for me, it's like, okay, if you want to bring up Shakespeare, you need to give a platform to the other people that came before him right. that explore the similar themes and probably in in better intricacies than he ever yes. did. Yes. Uh, especially like in the Middle East and South Asia, right. they were talking about these stories in much more intricate ways than this. And the thing is, it's not even to shit on Shakespeare. It's for me <coughs> as like uh, a brown kid going through university, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how am I relating to Shakespeare? Like, yeah. how is this parallel to my life? It's just like, I'm, I'm just told to study it, right? right? Right, But I wasn't even given the option of like knowing the range yeah. of like writers that were available. Yeah, right, right, right. Do you know what I mean? So that in itself, I'm just like, I felt, I just felt a certain ways about what I learned in itself. I'm yeah. just like, why am I learning this? I'm yeah. like, it, nowadays, if you really want to learn about incredible writers, you can YouTube it. You could like, you know, the act, the information, you have so much access. Where yeah. before I was just like, a part of me, it, it looks back in regret because I felt like it was a little bit of brainwashing going on. Right. It's like who was teaching me, right. why I was it's being taught. It's almost a way that you almost got lost down the rabbit hole. Exactly. In a way. And I've, I've, a part of me lost my identity because it's just like, yeah. look how rich Tamil history is. Yeah. Look how rich Indian culture, African culture, look yeah. how rich it is mm -hmm. with like everything. I'm talking about writers, fashion. And all throughout my school system, I've never learned about yeah. it. I've never learned about you've Chinese gone, artists, you've Chinese gone writers. Two years not being able to explore. And I'm this. just like, wait a minute, how does this make any fucking sense? I'm just, this is not, this is not education. It's only education if I want to be educated. Right. And for me, to be honest, it was just like memorizing. I feel like anyone with a decent memory can get any degree you want. Of course, just memorizing it. In and I, I mean, in I and feel out. like we're living proof of that. Yes, like we I don't remember any of those fucking books I read. We went through like decades of like classes and so hours and hours and hours. Like imagine studying for those exams. Yes, and like we can recall maybe one or two like sentences exactly. that barely relate to our but, degree. But there were say like a course where you, you were genuinely engaged. Yeah. You will remember that. Oh yeah. I can I can like tell you an outcast lyric from fucking nineteen ninety-four, fam. Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna tell you what I learned. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> if you you'll remember it if you wanna remember it. Exactly. You'll educate yourself in that way. Exactly. You know what I mean? But going back to like our parents, yeah. Right? So yes, the You went through, self, you got this degree, all this kind of stuff, you handed right. it over to them and you told them that I'm not doing this. Did you tell them that you're making music? They, they, yeah, they knew because at that time I was already like twelve. Okay, what's their response yeah, to this? Point? They knew. They knew like I was doing it, and even like two, three years after, my mom's like, "Are you gonna get that master's?" I'm like, "Master's in what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you do? Master's in anthropology? <laughs> like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> do you know what I mean?" Yeah. And I'm just like, anyways. But with a way I feel about with um, you know, when with South Asian parents not accepting mm. creative endeavors, mm. is like a part of me is like. Why should they? Yeah. When when some when some when a younger uh, artist is like, oh, you know, my mom doesn't support what I'm doing. It's yeah. like, think about our parents' struggle. Okay, your your parents are immigrants. Yep. Most of our parents, wherever yep. they came immigrated from. Yep. Okay, let's just say in our case, Sri Lanka. Yeah. They were not poor there. Yeah. yeah. Most of them were well off. Yeah. Okay, I went back home to like just last well, it depends. year. It depends on which cities and stuff like that. Right. But if they but, were well enough to come here, exactly. they were well off there. They had land. They were land. Right, fine. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'll yeah, give yeah. you that. Okay. Yeah. 
my parents were not poor there. Yeah. They were like, they had it. They, yeah. The property was huge. I'm like, yo, yeah. they had it well off. Okay? Yeah. Our parents sacrificed everything. Yeah. Come here and start from zero. I'm talking about dead fucking poverty. Mm-hmm. No English. Learning the language over again. Some mm-hmm. of them had, my mom had five children. Okay. Mm-hmm. Came here. Where are you in the five? I'm the youngest. Youngest, okay. okay? And say your your parents, for example, yeah. too. You they sacrifice everything, learn a new language, yeah. come here, a new culture, everything mm-hmm. from scratch. It's hard as shit. It's like going against those odds, and then you tell them, "I want to be a rapper," or yeah. you like, "I want to be a YouTuber." Oh yeah. Like it's it's almost like they sacrifice so much, and you just want their uh, support. Yeah. You're just taking it for granted, being like, oh, boo-hoo, my exactly. parents are not supporting me. Exactly. Why the fuck should they? I feel like, prove it to them the same way you need to prove to a stranger. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You, you have to prove to an audience that yeah. you're the real deal. You need to prove to your friends that you're in it. Yeah. Why shouldn't you have to prove to your parents? They sacrificed everything that, that you think that just because you have a dream, they're supposed to be like... Oh yeah, do your dream. No, they're looking out for your safety. They're yeah. looking for everything they've sacrificed. So part of me was like, you know what? At first, I did feel like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh yeah, they're not like fully supportive. But yeah. then after a while, I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna prove to you the same way I'm gonna prove to someone else. It's phenomenal because it's one of those things that I'll touch on two things. But one is that I tell people is that at the end of the day, your parents are a product of their environment. Mm-hmm. You know, especially talking to South Asians and creatives in this kind of space is like. Don't expect them to be on board because at the end of the day, their life and their upbringing is totally different. Absolutely. It's like if you don't like ketchup on your hot dog, right. no matter what I do and tell you, I'm not going to sell you ketchup on your hot dog. And what you're trying to tell them and sell them right. is completely alien to them. Yeah, not to, not even alien in, in, in the sense of like uh, what you're pursuing, but like the type of things. Exactly. Like, what is a fucking YouTuber? Exactly. What is what is Instagram? What like, is rap music? There's, 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 like, there's kind concepts. Of and then the, the, how, how are you going to get money from that? You know there's what I mean? concepts that don't exist in our language yes to exactly explain what we're doing yeah. you know what i mean i was doing the interview with navs and i was telling her that i don't think my parents understand what i do yes you know they <laughs> yeah, just yeah, understand yeah, of course. he's a photographer yeah, yeah yeah but like the breadth of it they have no idea right. and the thing is for me it's like like you talked about and what, the way i phrase it is that just be so dedicated to your craft to make it so good that they can't ignore you so when right. you get the thumbs down when you get the people that don't listen to your music or trash you in public or whatever it may be or say things behind your back, awesome, great. At the end of the day, one, they probably listened to it or viewed it in some way. Right, right, so right. you got their view already. <laughs> but the other thing is use that as motivation to be so fucking good they can't ignore you. Right. Like, like, why not take on that and, task? And why should that be different with, with their parents? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, that's the thing. You can it's apply just, it to them as well. Right. Yeah. And I'm just like, and I feel like a lot of, not only South Asians, but a lot of younger uh, artists are just like, oh, my parents are not supporting me. Well, it's just like, it, boo fucking would, who, boo fucking who, man. It's I just know, like, I prove know. it to them, prove it to them, make some money, go pay their, go pay it's, their it's, mortgage and prove it to it's them. It's a delicate balance because at, at one time you want to kind of tell these people tough love, like, boo fucking who. And sometimes you want to be delicate because it's like you don't want to scare them into not doing it as well because there's a lot of people that are crippled by. Fair yes. enough. For me, I feel like if all it takes is for your parents not to believe in you, for you to quit your dreams, then you, quit. Yeah. Just quit. You're not going to make you're it. Not, you're, you're, not, you're, you're not cut out for the shit anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah If yeah. that's all it takes, yeah, that's yeah. all it takes is for your mom to say your shit is trash. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's all it takes. When you phrase it like that, if your <laughs> mom can talk you out of a music career or yeah, whatever career, then, don't then do maybe it. you shouldn't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Because the real world is a 
is a far more it's, cruel yo, this and unbiased. Is, especially the music industry. No one has time. This shit is so cutthroat. Yeah. It's just like you can put your heart and soul. It, it's like, it's like I say I spent like hours perfecting the song. Like, yeah. You know, and I'm just like, this is the fucking one. And I have like a whole album. Yeah. I'll play it for like a radio guy. Yeah. His play. Nine seconds in. Nah, this is not going to work. Next song. Nah, this course, nah, do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, no one gives a shit. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. it, it, it's prepare yourself for the worst. And it's just like, you know, uh, begging or, or taking your parents' support for granted. It's, I just feel like that's, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, whenever we go to like a, port or I go to a portfolio review, it's some of the most things that you're opening up yourself. Like it's a similar experience where it's like, they'll look at the image and we spent hours yeah, yeah, yeah. and days and weeks planning the shot. We show this picture that we're proud of yeah. and they're just like, nope. And they just flip to the next exactly. one. Exactly. Or whatever it That's is. That's all it takes. So, I mean, how do you navigate that? When you're faced with either uh, uh, disapproval or negativity or whatever these things were from people that are in the industry that have influence, right? how do you navigate that? And rejection in I, a way. I, for me, I don't seek validation from anyone. Like, mm-hmm. I know the quality of my work. I'm, I'm my own critic to this point where I'm not delusional where I think everything I do is good. Mm-hmm. But... I take my taste seriously where I'm just like, like I can create a song mm-hmm. and if I'm genuinely happy with it, mm-hmm. I can give a fuck what anyone thinks. This is, I, I know this is good. Mm-hmm. Like, like Jesus Christ himself could not come and tell me <laughs> that this song is not good. Do you know what I mean? But then there's other times it's just like, it, it, it's also just that confidence. You Like I've been doing this for long enough yeah. where like some industry guy is not going to tell me about fucking art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, there are very few people that can talk to me about good art. And that's yeah. not even being, like, yeah. cocky or pretentious or something. It's just, like, I've been doing this long enough you where I know what your, the fuck is good. You've been your own self-critic for so hard, for so long and so hard at it. Yeah. That you know, nothing else like, can really phase you. Yeah, and it's just, like, and it's also perspective. Mm. Okay, so it's, like, if I have a, a, something that I consider is incredible, mm. great piece of art, and I'm showing, uh, say, like, a radio guy. Right. He's looking for something totally different. Right. He's looking for a catchy melody. Yeah. So it's like different. You show someone, uh, you show like, I show like uh, a friend, say, that doesn't really listen to rap. Yeah, They're yeah. listening to something else. Yeah, yeah. I listen to my, I uh, show my boy who only listens to rap. They're looking for something different. Right, right. So it's like you can't please everyone. Right. You just have to like know at the core of what you're doing and believe in it. Right, Do you know right, what I mean? Right, right. So like uh, for me, uh, validation is something that I just thought I'm not... The moment that you start looking for validation, you're only going to set yourself up for disappointment. Right, right. Amazing. And you know, what's, what's crazy about this is we did an episode a couple of months ago in New York with the photographer Stock Easy. So shout out to Stock Easy. And he talked about the same thing is that when you, that, that chase between taste and expectations, yeah. like negativity can't influence that because yeah. your taste is so high that right. you become it's just because you're such a good critic of your own craft right nothing else can really phase you at this yeah, point right absolutely yeah and I also feel like yeah it also depends on who you're speaking to because yeah. it's like I it, I also feel like taste is something people think is like a natural thing like you just yeah. have taste no. you don't taste is something you develop yeah like you know uh, having visual taste and you is, have to open up and be vulnerable with and sometimes and confront your taste as well absolutely yes yeah, it's, it's like uh for me to know what what is good or bad it's like you have you got to watch a really bad fucking movie yeah. sometimes to know what is really bad thank you for saying this because, because this mean, is the thing i get into arguments <laughs> all the time is because sometimes watch a bad movie mm-hmm. there's things to be taken away from me so i will watch 
these art biopics and these <laughs> documentaries and all this kind of stuff. But sometimes I'll just go back and I'll watch Transformers three. Like yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I'll watch all of it absolutely and take it in when I do have the time because I think there's everything. There's a lesson in everything. Absolutely. There's a, it's like uh, like Michael Bay. People are always trashing Michael Bay. All the time. You know, all the time. And it's just like. Sure, like artistically, his movies are trash, mm. but he is doing something right in engaging a large mass of people. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's yeah. doing something he's right. So bringing like, people to the theater, right? And it's like, so you have to think about what is it? What is it that he's doing? It's like, sure, it's explosion and yeah, titties yeah, yeah. and whatever, whatever he's doing. Yeah. But I'm just like, you can study that, and I've I've always been like, I've always. In terms of my taste, I've always like studied shit, even if I didn't like it. Right, right, you know, right, right. With music, I'm just like I don't necessarily like this. Yeah. But they're connecting with something, and I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I yeah, would yeah. just like study music, and I'm just, that just broadens your taste. Amazing. You know what I mean? Amazing. Yeah. What if someone is so fucking good at what they do, but they're an asshole? Would I think, you feel conflicted? No, I, I feel like there's tendencies. There's important <clears throat> things, especially when you're creative. You need to be an asshole in certain ways. Yeah. But in some ways, the way I see it is that that assholery, how I define it, yeah. is if you're willing to exploit other people to move up in the ladder, if you're willing to impose okay. negativity that, right, on right, others, right, right. if you uh, think so highly of yourself and think uh, people, other people can be beneath you, that's kind of the way I see it. Right. Here's the thing. When I'm walking down the street, I got the resting bitch face. I look like an asshole in the street. <laughs> but as soon as I start talking, I'm smiling and stuff right, like that. Right. Or, you know, when I'm working in certain environments, I might come across as an asshole. But that's only because I know what the individual in front of me is capable of or can do. And I'm willing to hold them accountable right. to bring out the best in them. When that's I'm, asshole in terms of like... Um that's a personality trait. It's almost like a definition other people may have. Like, oh, this guy's an asshole. Like, you see right. the way he's talking to that person? I, yeah. But, I'm, like... I, I don't think it... That's not how I would define assholery. Right. Um, I think it's, like, it comes with intent. Like, what is the intent? I have... This is the conversation I like having. Because yeah. it's like, okay, there are certain people... Yeah. Where, say, like, with Kanye doing this whole, like, uh, yeah. Trump support thing, or yeah. whatever's been going on. Yeah. There's certain people that are, like... I can't support him anymore because yeah. he's doing X, Y, Z. He's yeah. doing something that I don't agree with, yeah. right? And there's certain, like, there's levels to, like, what you don't agree with. There's, like, R. Kelly level. Yeah. And then there's, like, Kanye level of, like, political things. Yeah. And it's, like, separating your support is, for me as an artist, mm -hmm. can I stop studying them as an artist because they're doing something I disagree with mm -hmm. and I've always had I've, I've had these conversations look there's been other artists I've talked to right. they're like that, that won't support Kanye and I'm right. like I don't give a shit about Kanye as a person because I've never met Kanye as a person right. all of this media bullshit I don't give a shit about yeah. deliver the product yeah. and he did yeah. the last album I fuck with it I'm yeah. just like let me soak this in as yeah, an artist yeah. and study. We're gonna talk about that because I did not fuck with it. Oh, but man. we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> okay. We're gonna talk about it. But I, I, I love this because here's the other thing: is I get into these uh, conversations and I feel like now more than ever, nuance is something that's not tolerated. You have to pick right. a side. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just feel like yeah, yeah. if you're not, you're either with it or you're against it. So what side are you on? I'm like, listen. At the end of the day, I would not vote for Trump. Yes. But I can also give him credit when certain policies yes. is not a bad idea. Right. 
I'm not going to go out and give a whole speech about this, but I'm just saying nuance is important. Like, if you're going to be able to give blame to something, give credit where it's available. Right. Or what can become of it and that kind of stuff. We're also in the age of, like, headlines where people don't actually, like, like go in research. and, like, research what they're, yeah. like, I think um, Jordan Peterson yeah. is a clear case of that. Yeah. Where he gets labeled all of these things. And I went and looked him up and I'm just like, wait a minute. Yeah. This He's not actually saying yeah, anything you, that that people are if writing. If you about. listen to him speak for hours, and yeah. you know I've listened to a lot of his talks and his interviews on Joe Rogan and all that kind of stuff, you see a, a certain liberal meetup paint him in a certain way. Yes. The intellectual dark web, and yeah, 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 he's, yeah. he's propagating alt right mentality and all this kind of stuff. And then you hear him talking, he's like, "Wait a minute, yeah, this is not this is not even close to what he's talking about." <laughs> exactly. For him, is like he's a clinical psychologist, yes. and he just wants you to be the best version of you. Exactly. Exactly. And, but the people don't either don't want to or have the time for it. So they're yeah. just looking for headlines. They're looking yeah. for clickbait. Yeah. And I feel like what you're saying is there's no middle ground. Yeah. So it's like choosing this or th- one extreme or the other. Yeah. You know, and I feel like going back to what we're talking about is like supporting artists. And just yeah. like, it's that's a difficult thing. Is like, I get why people would like want to cut R. Kelly off because it's like that. Is that the limit? Is yeah. like... Uh, yeah. Pedophilia is like, yeah. is that, and if your moral uh, uh, compass doesn't allow you to listen to him, yeah. so be it. Yeah. Right? The thing is, can we as a society now ignore the genius of his, that is the artist, R. Kelly? Yeah, yeah, can we do that? And yeah. is that healthy? Yeah. Because it's another example. And there's I bring no up right or like, wrong answer to this. No, it's, I, it's, I'm, it's, I'm still like just trying to navigate it because I mean you're a young father too so for yeah. you at this point in your life it's a different conversation that you gotta tackle yeah. right exactly and yeah. I'm just, well it's also like I bring up Hitler all the time I'm yeah. like he's like renowned the worst person he's like the poster child yeah. for the worst person ever existing on earth yeah. but his design aesthetic he's like he had some shit right yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like good terrible people could yeah. still do uh, great like, things like like study them like how were they exactly. capable of actually impacting this level of change and do these things and I think that's important too because especially with Hitler is if all of a sudden you said don't study this and don't like do this stuff and, and they don't but mm-hmm. I'm just saying if you were to go to say like just remove this from your history I think that would bring on more hate and more issues and, and, and history to repeat itself because how do you not know like how can you not study the worst that humans are capable of. Right, right. And expect not to, like, learn from it. Like, yeah. if you are... Well, like, what I'm saying is, could you study the genius in a terrible person? Is yeah. that is that something we should be doing or need to be doing? Yeah. It's like, um, you know, you know the XXX Tentacion? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's another example of, like, you know, he... Conflicted he, individual, Yeah, right? he's like, he was 17 and he beat his pregnant wife. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit! You look at this guy's rap sheet, and yeah. I'm like, this this kid is fucking terrible. Yeah. And this was before, like, I knew all of that. Yeah. When I was listening to his music, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, this kid is a genius. Yeah. So yeah. there's that conflict of like, it's it's like, this guy is a terrible human being. Yeah. And with him is different because he was 17. Yeah. You know, so say, um, he people are like, he beat the shit out of his uh, pregnant wife. He beat up his manager or whatever, mm. right? We as a society, we create this society mm. where if you look at his backstory, his mm. mom beat the shit out of him. And he, he was like... 100%. I went down came, this rabbit hole with him specifically. Because, he came he came up in fucking like darkness. Mm, you know what I mean? Mm. And then like we as a society created that. Mm. We created uh, an infrastructure mm. where a 17 or a 16 year old kid can... his his 
everyone around him is beating the shit out of him. Yeah. He's growing up in poverty. We create that system. Yeah. And then they become something. As soon as they become something we don't like, we're yeah. like, fuck that kid. Yeah, exactly. But we as a society created that. The infrastructure exists because of what we've propagated for so long. But you know what I mean? Like, he he wasn't like that just for no reason. And, you know, it's the same thing because I try to find the lessons and try to make sure that I always look for the nuances because especially with him, what struck a chord with me is that I didn't know about him until the news came out. So here's the thing. I like to think of myself as a hip-hop head. In, you know, I was heavy into the mixtape scene, all that kind of stuff. But as I got older, not as much. I explored different kinds of genres, but right. I kind of find look to Spotify and Apple to kind of give me curated stuff. And then I only heard of him after he had released a couple of mixtapes. And when the news came out, I'm like, fuck this. I'm not going to listen to this guy. Like, right. why would I support? I, I fell into that. Right. And then after he died and I saw like this outpouring happen, I'm like, okay, I've, I've heard of him and maybe a couple of things, but let me go and study his music like I would anyone else. Right. Give him a fair shot. And I heard, like you said, like there was genius here. Yeah. This kid at 15, 16, 17 was creating things that people sometimes can't ever create in their lifetime. Exactly. Pursuing music. And then I went and did the study and found like an objective piece where someone did a really good piece on him and talked about it. And I'm like, he was set up for failure from the beginning. Yeah. The fact that he didn't murder people and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things and become a gangbanger and like the fact that he at least tried to explore creativity and art was that's that was more surprising to me and that's again not to diminish the things that he did like right. he had to no that's, to that's my point is like how, how do we navigate through that it's, it's hard. like yeah it's it's like because then as soon as you support someone like that people are like oh now you're supporting someone all of a sudden you become a person exactly that and i'm just like i'm just trying to like uh, it's not necessarily giving them a second chance. It's yeah. not forgiving them. It has nothing to do with no, that. No. It's me looking at it from like, you know, we have to also culturally evolve. In order for us to culturally evolve, artistically evolve, mm-hmm. we can't ignore people's geniuses, even if they are terrible people. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily have to support them in terms of um, ticket sales, money. Uh, or, money. Yeah. We don't have to. Yeah. But it's like, is it is it healthy for us to ignore someone's genius mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah and yeah. like that censorship it, is dangerous in that way it where it's dangerous. like there are so many lessons to be learned all around us and you know at the end of the day like history happened whether you're looking or paying attention or not history happened yeah. like it happened right. so are you doing yourself a service by ignoring it and sheltering yourself or are you actually you know should you actually go and confront that and confront your own biases yeah. and challenge your own thought right? right like you know one of the examples i use like just to bring it back to kanye west is like my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, like all his music up until that point was like things that I just grew up on. Like that right. shaped me. That was an important part in my life. But my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, I tell people all the time, that's my favorite album ever. A lot of people's, yeah, it is. It's, it's just, one of the greatest <coughs> albums ever, yeah. It's just, the, the time it came out, where I was in my life and all that kind of stuff, just, it was my favorite album ever. And this stuff comes out, he says all these things, he's clearly going through mental health issues. Right. Does that change that? It doesn't rewrite history. Like that, it, right. like, I, it, and the thing is, why should I have to change my history and my taste and whatever it may be right. because of what he is now? Like it's these things that I feel almost ludicrous in a way. It's like, wait, what do you mean? Like it doesn't, it doesn't yeah, change yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. Like history happened, right? Yeah. And, and with the flip side of that is like um, people get away with a lot of shit when they are insanely talented. Yeah, you know this is mean? true. Which is, that's when you go down a darker rabbit hole of yeah. like people getting off doing some crazy shit yeah. just because they're a great boxer, great athlete. Yeah. Like look at the fucking, 
if you go down the rabbit hole of sports like NFL base, like you're There's gonna people find people that got away with a lot more horrendous stuff. Like the, when you look at like the college um, circuit of like you know yeah. rape culture and yeah. what these guys are some of them yeah. are getting away yeah. with, that's yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. But anyways, that's yeah, a yeah, yeah, about the yeah. podcast. And I, and I want to bring this back to you as well because again, at the end of the day, like you're putting in a lot of time and effort on these things. Um, how how did you become like? versatile and willing to explore yourself in different ways because i find that like so many artists like they're trying to find what their shtick is in a way to say yeah. and i don't mean that in a negative negative way but it's like with you like god i i hear one song after the next and it's a different sean it's a different shot on like yeah. all these tracks um is that something you try to do or is that just a byproduct of you hearing the music the beat the skeleton so to speak yeah. and just reacting to it naturally uh both it's also like um, I'm influenced by film a lot, mm -hmm. so I, I always try to take like every song as like a new movie, and yeah. I don't want to write the same movie twice. Interesting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, if I've written this song before, it doesn't interest me anymore. So it's like that's why I'm just like let me let me get into another. Character it's almost like here. Kubrick in a way, where it's just like I've made these movies, and like don't expect me to make a sequel to these. Exactly. Things. I, like I, I explore this subject matter. Yes. And I'm gonna go completely the other way yeah it's like filmmakers have that freedom yeah you know what i mean to do very extreme things yeah, yeah. this is like as an artist i don't want to be pegged into something that's like yeah. this guy makes just like really dark sad rap songs or yeah, like yeah. super poppy songs i'm just like it's also the challenge yeah. it's like you know like uh for me rapping comes second nature but to write like a really good catchy uh pop song that hits yeah. like for me i'm just like damn that's it, like it, that's it, a it, challenge you go from like pop r&b to yeah. like in some ways, blues-ish. Yeah. You can't call it blues because yeah. I think the blues people get offended. <laughs> yeah. um, soul, I would say soul. soul. Yeah, 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 that's a better way. Uh, there's some funk. Like I yeah. feel like there's different like waves that come through. Yeah, it's a challenge, man. It's like sometimes <clears throat> I'll hear a beat and I'm just like, man, I've never done anything like this. It's also like, let me, let me just see if I could even do this. You know what I mean? It's like you're challenging myself. Yeah, yeah it's just like I hate writing the same movie twice. Yeah, I, I love hearing this because, you know, for photographers, I don't know if some people might resonate with this, but for me, it's just like when we do these photo shoots, when we do even collabs, it's like, you know, when I look at Nav's timeline or your timeline, we work with a, a neuroscientist and she's also into fitness. I looked at her timeline. I'm like, I want to create something that I've never done before and that will stand up from your entire timeline. Yeah. Like, it's just like, let's do something that's never been done in this experience before. So to yes. hear that from the musical thing, it's like, exactly. God, there's so many parallels And in here. order for you to do that, you gotta take, you gotta make how many mistakes? You gotta, you know what I mean? You gotta yeah. experiment how many times yeah. before you get there to do something that no one's done before. Exactly, and really you know? put in the work, yeah, right? Exactly. right. Um, I wanna go back to uh, a specific track, and you did what collaboration with Nav's 47, Kalki. Um, where you mm -hmm. rap on it, she sings. She sings and raps in Tamil, mm -hmm. right? You come in with a second verse, and God, like this is this might be an entire episode, but I'm gonna try and cut it down. But the one thing that stuck out for me is that you, you, you hear the anger in the song, mm -hmm. you hear the sadness in the song, mm -hmm. you hear toward the end even a little bit of hopefulness in it, but. And, and you can hear your voice cracking. Yeah. You can almost hear the tears. There's a lot of crying while we recorded that song. That's yeah, what I, told you. I heard yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's an emotional song, yeah. Yeah, like, were you born in Sri Lanka? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was born in Jaffna. Okay. I came here when I was five. Okay. Um, how and, and how aware of you were the, of the backstory back there and the things that were going on uh, at that age, or did it come to you after the fact? After the fact. Okay. Yeah, I think I was too young to understand yeah 
but um i think like most thumbo canadians yeah. it's like we're experiencing something secondhand and i felt like a lot of us feel i don't maybe i'm just i can speak on myself mm. but like this inherent guilt of being privileged in canada yeah while that was happening mm. and we would see that footage mm. and you're watching like people your brothers and sisters yeah. and you're we're helpless here yeah you know, and I'm just like, we're calling, remember when we like blocked off the highways yeah. and we're calling the world for help, Yeah. but the world doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, wait a minute, like well, the world will only give a shit when your country has some sort of like value that they could get, resource, resource yeah. oil, something, yeah. then send in the troops. Yeah. Other than that, yeah. the fucking UN left. Yeah. The UN left, like who's there to witness what's going on? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. like... Yeah, that was that that verse. I can't even take credit for that verse. That 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 was that's just God's work, and I was just like a mm. vessel. And mm. I feel like a lot of my music is that. I'm just yeah, like yeah. allowing myself to be a voice. Yeah. And that was one of the. That was like a moment where I'm like, I don't even recall writing that. Yeah, I, you know, this conversation is probably not going to go on the video edit because I feel like this is only for the people that are listening to the podcast itself. Yeah. But you know, for me, uh, traveling there, you know, I've been there three three times in my life. Uh, one during the war, mm-hmm. once during the ceasefire, and once Jeez. after the war, right? And, and to go back, and I, I tell people traveling is important, but this this experience, I got to see what it was like during and during the ceasefire, and then after the fact, and the byproduct, and to go back and see people that either I've I've related and don't exist anymore, yeah. gone, or missing limbs, or how it's affected them, and the byproduct of the stuff, and it just it is such a to see the world, like you said, ignore the atrocities that happened, mm-hmm. and to see that, God, we can't even like work together. We can't even collaborate. Like, can we at least ignore the stuff that happened and kind of collaborate? No, like that's not even a possibility. No. And you know, in some ways, that story is being pushed aside. And oh, it's yeah. not being. So when I hear, hear this verse, like I'm here, I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm hearing the verse, and I'm fighting tears at this yeah, point. Yeah. You know, like because again, the way this track came up. It was a complete fluke accident. You know, oh, I'm, okay. I'm talking to Navs, and you know, the, your guys are about to drop this thing, and it's like, hey, can you, do you mind helping us with this? I'm like, yeah, no problem. Sends it over, and I'm expecting something because I've been listening to Sean Vincent DePaul <laughs> all this time, the pop, the funk, the soul, the rap, all this stuff, and then I hear this verse, and dude, like, it, it, if you, if that's something that's your experience, it just sucks you to that place, yeah, and you can't help but feel something. Mm-hmm. So, in doing this. Was there some sort of self-discovery in this experience that kind of opened your eyes to who Shaman to the Paul is? Not in re- that verse. I felt like has been dormant inside of me for my entire life. It was just the right m- moment that had to come out. Right, right, and, right. I mean, that's why I'm saying, like, for me to take credit for writing that, I can't. It was just like it was already written. It right. just had to come through me. So right. as soon as Nav, it's almost like you were the vessel to deliver this message. It was never your exactly. Message. Exactly. I'm just like, that's why I don't even take credit for it. I'm just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The, someone hit me on Instagram. They're like, how, how did you put this verse together? What was your thoughts? And I'm just like, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I t- ask God. Yeah, yeah. Ask God what he was thinking when it came through me. Because yeah. I felt like, and, and that's my comfort zone. I think both me and Nabs, yeah. like we can write like these hit songs and love yeah. songs and all these things. But yeah. both of us, yeah. that's our comfort zone. Pain. We can, pain. Yeah. We could write an entire album. Like, yeah. But the thing is like, 
you relate to that song and, and but like most people don't want to hear an entire album of that that mm-hmm. you know that there's a, a time and place for something like that 100%. it's 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 heavy 100 even for me to listen to it it's heavy man yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like yeah. it's like yeah so i felt like that verse had just been waiting yeah and like i remember when nav sent me um it was just like a, a phone recording of it yeah and i'm like oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. just like yeah like we're doing this like, we're doing this yeah, okay yeah. i'm just yeah. like and it just like came what, out well, so what were you feeling at this point was it were you nervous in a way or were you like excited in a way in a weird way or were Not, you just like um, like what were you feeling before you embarked on this because again I, I i can i feel like i can say this about you because I, I i think i would feel the same way it's a tall order yeah like you it's so close to home Mm-mm. it's something that's so ingrained in who you are as a human being especially after going through the university and westernization yeah, and yeah, fighting yeah. that and all it's such an important thing in some ways it could also be terrifying so but but yeah. i won't say it. what were you feeling at this time when she comes to you and says yeah, we're yeah. making this we're doing <laughs> this and i need you to be on the song i feel like i've been waiting for that to, to like speak on that my whole life yeah yeah you know what I mean yeah I felt like it was just like okay now this is the moment it was just like a matter of waiting mm-hmm. it was just like I'm like okay and so I it's felt almost, like it's almost like you were like I don't want to diminish it but it's almost like you just got the NBA draft you got selected <laughs> yeah, yeah and you're just like I'm here I'm ready yeah yeah uh, yeah. that verse was it was already written it was just like it was just waiting for that Kalki song Navs that yeah, beat yeah. it was just that moment it was yeah. just like it was just, yeah. And I'll say it over and over again for anyone listening to this, if, especially if you are South Asian, the Kalki is what you got to listen to. And even if you're not, go listen to it and explore that. Because yeah. there's, and what I love about the verse that you give is that it's not this uh, telling of history. Right. You know, it's not just like, this happened, this happened, this right. happened, I'm going to wrap it to you. No, it's poetic in a way. Mm-hmm. And there's like double, triple meanings in there. Yeah. Um, I think both of us approach it in the sense where it's like, uh, Thumbo people relate to it, yeah. but we're still talking about a broader human uh, idea. Right. You know, the, the idea of human evil. Yeah. But yeah. it just re- we just have all these like subtle nuances that Thumbo people would pick up. Like right. I'm saying, like because uh, you there's a lion, way. there's a lion on the loose that's been eating his cubs alive. That's just like a poetic thing. But to like the Thumbo person, you're picturing like the government, the flag. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. the subtle nuances, but we're, I think we're both still talking about just human That's exactly it. You wrote it in a way that is, it can be interpreted wider than the diaspora that you technically were thinking about when you right. wrote it, right? Yeah, exactly. Is that how you intended it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think because I always, anytime I write music, it has to connect with like a wide audience. It can't right. just be a specific. It can't, like, I don't like writing music. So you put that challenge on yourself that yeah. I want this to resonate with more than just Tamil people exactly. or South Asians or whatever it may be. Yeah, and at the same time, when a Tamil person listens to it, they're yeah. going to be like, oh. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? So it has to, like, work twofold. I think that's just, like, how I write naturally anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Amazing. Yeah. And in, in that song, you talk about bodies, bodies, bodies falling from the skies and that yeah. kind of stuff. And it's sung in a way that <laughs> is very, like, you know young thug like it's almost like a catchy <laughs> club kind of like repeating yeah. hook kind of way yeah, yeah, yeah where you might see young white girls in the club like <laughs> putting it bodies, bodies bodies you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. singing it in a way that's right. like exactly like that yeah, yeah. but there's so that's much dark <laughs> but there's so, there's so much darkness behind that yeah, like yeah. are you prepared for those reactions or like how do you like have you thought about that that you might intend a song a certain way right and it just gets diluted in certain interpretations 
Uh, yeah, that's happened other times, not necessarily with this song. Well, this one just came out too, right? right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel like, yeah, there's been like lines I've written where it's like, um, there's this one song called Radio. And I have this line where I'm just like, um, it's like pretty much, it's, it's also like a pretty heavy hearted song. And right. I'm just like, um, they used to say a skinny packy, a skinny packy. Now the skinny packy's packing the fucking house up. Yeah. And I'm just like, for me, that was just like a, a heavy line to write. Yeah. That, that, but my, I, I didn't listen to that track, but it's already speaking to me. But that's, uh, right? that, that's essentially my elementary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I'm like, I put it for me to put it in a song was <laughs> shit. like, shit. Okay. And then like. All of my like inner circle, like yeah. they just love that song. They yeah. just loved it. And when it comes to that song, yeah. it's like they're also singing with it. They're yeah. like, they used to say skinny packy, and I'm yeah. like, to hear like my white friend say packy, yeah. And but I know their intent is yeah. like, um, they're like vicariously experiencing my your like, story, my triumph. Yeah, 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 you know. But but to hear them say it, yeah, it's still like. Yeah, you ready to still smack someone? Yeah, 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 yeah. My best friends, I know <laughs> exactly. Jeez. I'm like, it still stings, but I'm just like, ah. And you know, this is a thing that I, I think we can talk about openly, and I, I think you might resonate with this. Is that there was a point in time where, dude, we were so disrespected that you couldn't even think of a different slur for us. You just yeah, looked yeah, yeah. into packies. Yes, okay, you know what of course. I, mean? I know, and, I know. And that bothered me more than <laughs> yeah, anything. Yeah. It's like, you couldn't even think of a different word. Yeah, I know. You know, I know. what I mean? Like, <laughs> we black people <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, mean, like, brown people are sometimes called sand nigger, but that's like... Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's like... Well, I mean, that came much later. Like, exactly. we're in elementary school. That's like Middle Eastern. Exactly. We, we yeah. just like, <laughs> Where's our racial slur? Yeah. We need one. And this is also a thing that, for better or for worse, Russell Peters, Great Town, all this kind of stuff, but it's it's this thing, it's like, if you want to insult me, be intelligent about it. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, if, I want if, to if, this yeah, all the time. I, I, I won't, you won't even get a reaction out of me right, anymore right, right. because, yeah, yeah. you know, there's people that will make fun of our language and they don't even try to speak the language. Exactly. And it's just like, now you're just being an insulting asshole right, right, and right. I might have to react accordingly to that. We'll <laughs> exactly. see how that goes. But there's other comics like a Trevor Noah who will actually learn the language, learn the phrases of that language and repeat it to tell a bigger story. Yeah, and there's yeah. comedy in that. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, I, and I think there's, you know, that's the kind of people that we need to empower more yeah. than anything, right? Of course, like, of course. It, it, I don't want people to hear this and think, hey, listen, don't make fun of us. Yeah. No, like, express yourself. Yeah, yeah, but be intelligent about it. <laughs> be a little bit smarter, right? That's all I'm saying. Be geographically accurate about your exactly. fucking racism. Exactly, <laughs> if you really want it to land. Um, let's go back to, okay, again, that track, an important track. Do you see yourself being sort of uh, someone to kind of bring awareness to this issue now? Or is this something that you're not even trying to put pressure on yourself to explore? I can see myself being a voice for empowerment, but not... I'm not... Um, I don't know enough about what's going on politically to go that deep into it. I can only write about it from a, a human level. Mm -hmm. You know? I have a lot just of respect like, for you saying this, but yeah. Just like, on. what is right and what is wrong. Right. Like, um, were you at Cote Fest? I was not. Okay. My, my cameraman, the unpaid intern on Instagram. <laughs> okay. Uh, he was there, yeah. Because, um, yeah, so we, like, me and Nav's headlined it. Yeah. And then I did a, I did I have a song called Diaconic, and then yeah. I did a Diaconic 2 yeah. at Cote Fest. Yeah. And um, the second half of it, I did it a cappella. Yeah. And you could just, the crowd was just, you could hear a pin drop. 
right? And it was just like a moment. What happened? It was just like, it was, it was just the acapella was, I'm just like, I was just murdering shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, um, but it was, it was like powerful. And I mentioned, I mentioned like, uh, the, the, the song does reference it does. The, the, yeah. the war, yeah. um, but not directly. It was just more like, again, on a human level. Mm. I got off stage and I'm just like, and I thought, you know, like my parents were, that was the first time, second time my parents have ever seen me perform. Yeah. Dundas Square, thousands of people yeah. packed. Yeah. The next uh, morning, my mom calls me and I'm th I thought she was just going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, know, you, yeah, yeah. you, you killed yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've never heard my mom so upset and disappointed in my life. Really? Yeah, and I was just like, what? She's like, she just went off on me being like, who are you to be a voice mm. for our people? Mm. And I thought about it. I'm like, whoa. I'm just like, and I was just like, how many people do you think in Canada could do that? Do what I did? Mm. Zero. Mm -hmm. And I thought my own parents would understand that. Mm -hmm. And then I thought about it from her perspective. Mm -hmm. And no parent wants their kid to be the one to speak out mm -hmm. because of safety you, mm -hmm. they, they're concerned about my safety mm -hmm. do you mm -hmm. know what I mean they're not thinking about like mm -hmm. yo this guy's the best rapper in the fucking country yeah, kind yeah, of thing yeah. they're not thinking about bars they're thinking they're, about the, the dark cloud that comes along with exactly that. they're like my mom is like how the, you keep doing that how are we going to go back home Right. How are we gonna go back home? How are you gonna go back home? How are we gonna go retire there? How are like you know what I mean? There's yeah. there's a whole shitstorm that comes with that. Yeah. And then that, I just sat back and I'm like, whoa, am I prepared for that? Am I prepared to put by saying you saying something in a, in a song? Yeah. Am I prepared to put like my parents' lives in danger? Mm -hmm. And I'm not. And I'm just like, it, that's it's that's something I have to think about. So that's why I'm saying like. I could be a voice of empowerment, yeah. but it can't be from a, a political standpoint. Yeah. Because once you're that, then there are certain people, and there have been certain people yeah. that will try to recruit you as a political weapon. Right. And I can't be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm an artist. Yeah. I'm not, I can't be anyone's political weapon. Yeah. You know what I mean? I stand, like, I'm a proud thumble. I'm against what's happening in Sri Lanka. Mm -hmm. Like, morally. Yeah, but as, as soon a as human issue. exactly, yeah. but as soon as you start getting into like the deep, deep like yeah. politics behind it, yeah. there's also politics in in terms of like a tiger recruitment. Mm. In terms of you know, mm. what I mean, there's stuff like uh, uh, that my parents are experiencing in Scarborough mm. or have experienced mm. with certain things that are connected to parties. Yeah. It's, it's not a much all... broader thing, but I have I have a huge amount of respect for you to say this because it's almost like you have again pick one side or the other. Yeah. That nuance is not accepted. That you're either with us or against us. Exactly. And this is something that I think that when people go on social media and start to champion certain things, yes. you have to be a little bit more cognizant of the things that you're saying and yeah. contributing to because, like you said, there's things that come along with your actions. Exactly. Right? I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, you're responsible for your actions, not the fruit of your actions. You never know what's around the corner. That exactly. kind of stuff. It's a huge thing. Yeah. 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 And it's just like as soon as it becomes politicized, it's it's a little bit tricky for me yeah, because yeah. I think you like because it, it doesn't serve your overall purpose. No, it doesn't. It, you, it, and really, it doesn't. I think I think not just empowerment in that sense, but I think that overall your music is empowerment. Like exactly. I feel like when you go through the catalog of Sean Vincent de Paul, yeah, there is empowerment in different ways and different kinds. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah, and it's not always directed for Thumbo people. It's like 
that specific song was, but it was just like, yeah. you know, just empowering people, inspiring people. It's like being a servant, yeah. you know, yeah. through art. That's what's important. And I got me. a lot of respect for anyone that, you know, <clears throat> a time after time, it doesn't talk about drugs, hoes, money, cars, or that kind of stuff. Or like when we go through your catalog of work, yeah. it might be there to highlight an, an alliteration of some kind, yeah. or, so, or not <laughs> alliteration, but like a story of some kind, but it, that, it's never the main focus. It's never right. the main focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that something that I, you're I, conscious I, about? Uh, that I don't want to be this, you know, this trap rapper or any of this yeah. kind of stuff. And it's, like, it's just not who I am. You know what I mean? But like for me, I listen to a lot of rap that yeah. these, like a lot of like, shit from Atlanta where these guys are talking about yeah. strip clubs yeah. but the thing about it is that is genuinely their life Yeah. so it makes sense and I enjoy it exactly you know what I mean I love music with like we're talking about trapping and all that shit this is, this is, this is why same thing with movies I will listen to Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole go down these like deep depressive things yeah, yeah. but I also have no problem listening to Gucci Gang Gucci Gang Gucci Gang exactly. Gucci because there's I think there's something to be taken away from everything exactly exactly and I feel like what it comes down to is honesty it's like yeah. if I did make a track uh, a record with like that it just wouldn't be honest you know what I mean yeah. so it's like yo, know, once I do pull up listening it, to it, that it, to know what you're not yeah like don't you worry said, I will like rap said, yeah. like you said yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah. it's like it, it has to be honest so yeah. that's what it is it's not I don't think I'm making a conscious effort being like I'm gonna only speak on this it's just yeah. like yeah I'm just speaking on what is my life yeah, yeah. you know what I mean um, bitch go I, I love this track yeah. and I can't help but listen to it and think that it came from a place of like anger resentment and of that course. kind of stuff yeah 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 is, was it a particular person? I don't know if you want to speak on it, but or is it just uh, it, was it made for someone else to empower them to kind of like feel relief? No, it was definitely like just my personal life. It was just like a moment where I think I was like trying to like stop smoking weed. I was yeah. like uh, dealing with relationship issues. Yeah. It was like bitch go meaning like um, I'm talking about addiction. Yeah. you know, like okay, uh, like negative energy in your life. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you could so also dude, just this, be, this is the stuff I love hearing. Like, because yeah, yeah. when, when I when I when I find the true meaning of a song, yeah. and it's completely left field from what I was thinking yeah. about, and it could amazing. be about uh, your partner. But you wrote in a way that it yeah. could be taken as literal as possible, right? But also, like you're saying that this came from a place of you fighting addictions and other things. Addiction, yeah, and just like a dealing with relation, it did have to do. I did have people in mind. Trust me. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, so, yeah, you, yeah. it was that, but it was yeah. just like. It was also the timing of that song was weird because that was during the Me Too movement. Yeah. And I remember when we were trying to push that song. Uh, like uh, There's apprehensive to us. Yeah, uh, it was just like, now's not a good time for like a, a, a straight uh, male to be like, bitch, go. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So like then we had to like, the way you do it in the, when you're putting out a song, you find an angle. I'm just like, okay, well, say that this song is about Trump. Yeah. And I, in hindsight, I, I kind of regret that. Like, yeah. it, it, in my head, I wasn't really about Trump. Yeah, it was yeah. just like something like an angle. It's almost it. like I should have, I should have taken on that heat. Yeah, and allowed that platform for me to truly, t yeah. you know, say what it's about. What's funny is the majority like of listeners of that song are women. It's oh, like if you look if you look at the stats of the song, it's mostly women that listen I can, to it. I could imagine because yeah. I just feel like that's something that they would resonate with. Of course, they just want to say that to all their fucking boyfriends and exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like we need to get bitch go trending at some <laughs> yeah, point yeah. in your career. I got. Um, I do have bitch go t-shirts coming, by the way. You do. <laughs> yeah, all right, we're we'll definitely gonna be popping a few of those before we go. Um, you talk about t-shirts. I got. I was gonna get to this eventually, but I'm gonna bring it up now. <clears throat> Visual design is so. I've, uh, very rarely do I find artists that are 
expressing themselves so visually as they do musically. Yeah. Like I see it in the the artwork that you do and collaborate with. Uh, is it uh, water, water, money, power, money, power? Yeah. Like the visuals there, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. help but think that you had a huge yeah, input that. on that. That was all me. Yeah, I directed it. Yeah, yeah like directed, written, it. all that, yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, where, like, how did this happen? Like. <laughs> I need to just, just talk, to, talk to me about Shamus Nepal, the visual design artist. So I, I, I think I am, like I said before, I'm like a visual artist that makes music. Right. So like when I'm writing, everything is visual first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and even as a, as a kid, like that's where I started. Right. And then got like visuals come to me second nature, whereas like music is something I like, I'm just passionate about yeah. and have to work at. Right. But um, yeah, it's just like it, that idea that's just an idea that that haunted me. I'm just like this a concept of like um, this like this guy that's pouring water. The water's coming upside down, and, yeah. he, and there's another miniature guy. So it's like yeah. a cyclical thing, and it's just supposed to represent greed. Yeah. And I had this poster of Donald Trump. That was before, way before the presidency. Right. That right. was like before when he so, was on like again, The Apprentice or whatever that show listen, was. Money, money. Uh, uh, water, water. Sorry, money, water, water, money, power. God, it's, I get yeah. But when I was watching this. I'm like you had a picture of Donald Trump yes. before the whole campaign stuff. And way all. before, way before. I'm like this and guy is the symbol of greed and evil, and then he becomes the fucking president. Yeah, that is fucked up. I'm just like that is. Fucked so up. what was it for you watching this as a visual artist interpreting in this way? And again, life imitating art. Yeah, that was that was wild, man. I'm just like Jesus. Like this is we're in dark times. Because if I use that guy as like the po- literally the poster yeah. for evil, evil and he becomes probably the most powerful person on earth, yeah. where are we as a society? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, but that 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 was a fucking traumatizing video, man. I almost yeah. died making that. I can't swim, and I had to like stay underwater. Yeah, that was like just. I just remember making that video, and I'm just like, never doing this shit again. Like, <laughs> You're like, no more water. We're yeah, done. no more water. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was... But So do you make it uh, a mission for yourself to explore your creativity visually as much as possible 100%. with the music? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I feel like directing is what yeah. the next phase of my creativity is. I just want to, like, start directing way more. Yeah, Eventually yeah. direct, like, a feature length. But, um, yeah, because... Yeah, for sideways, I, I do a lot of the art direction. Yeah. I do like directing for myself. I do directing for Latch. Yeah. So usually I've been doing like a lot of directing within the crew. Yeah. Next year I want to do more directing outside of Amazing. our circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like visual is super important. Like um, I would consider myself like a, a world creator as opposed to like a, a musician mm. or a rapper. Like when you think of artists like Kanye, Tyler, yeah. uh, Bjork. Mm. Um, you know, these are world creators where, like, the music is just one piece. Fa- one facet of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they're, like, their visuals, their their fashion, yeah. their videos, everything is, is a it's world. Almost, it's almost like they, they, they create this experience <clears throat> exactly. for you to explore yourself in. Exactly. Right, right? Yeah, so it's not just limited to the music. Yeah, You yeah. know, so, like, that's what I'm doing. I'm, like, slowly creating a world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, like, yeah, so the visuals are super important. Fantastic, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when you're actually looking at... You know, mm-hmm. your 2019, 2020, uh, just to kind of go off of that, what do you see yourself doing more of? You, said, you talked about doing more directing and that kind of stuff. Is there any other yeah. things that you're looking at exploring? Yeah, I want to definitely do, like, my own line. I've been talking to a bunch of people doing, like, um, not like a full-blown, like, clothing line, but yeah. just, like, get my feet wet in that era. Yeah. Because I just have, like, in that in that field, sorry. Yeah. But I'm, like, um, 
yeah, just have all these visual ideas. It's a matter of just putting it to paper and just yeah, directing <coughs> and just visuals. I've been like have as soon as I have a visual idea, yeah. it, it haunts me until it's executed. Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. it'll just haunt me. I'm like until I finish it, it will not leave my head. Yeah, so yeah. I just got like a whole bunch of videos to get off, but like yeah, just like the visual thing. and I just want to like I have a whole bunch of like genius friends and I'm just like I, I gotta do a, a music video for yeah, like, yeah just like something yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah so yeah music video just directing for that's dope man. outside of my circle uh when when I again just to kind of reiterate and some people will hear this like you keep talking about this like yes I'm gonna say it again but when we started off this venture it was all about giving value and networking with people that we truly admire and respect and all that kind of stuff and we had this list and then when I discovered you started following you and seeing all that kind of stuff and like fatherhood yeah, is a is a big part of your story. Huge. And you know, me as a time, I discovered you when I'm a father. You know, kids roughly around the same age. Yeah. Um, I, I let's talk about this. Like, how has fatherhood shaped you as a creator and as a creative? It's. It definitely puts a pressure on you, in terms of just like work ethic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because like now you're. It's almost like you're. You're creating for two, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like I, it, it's it's, yeah, it's it's you don't the luxury of time. I'm just like dilly dallying and like sitting on it. It's more just like yo, yeah. I got a, I got a daughter to raise off my art. Right. So you know, it just makes me work harder. Right. In terms of like the actual content, mm. I don't think it has affected my content that much. It's more so like if I'm writing a song for her. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I'll write a song. It's almost like you're producing this catalog of work for this single person to enjoy in a way. Yes. It's like you're yeah. writing for a big audience, but also this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really and important. she's the best A&R. Like, I'll play a beat. Yeah. And if she likes it, she's like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, three seconds of hearing it. She'll hear for three seconds. She's yeah. like, no. Nope. Yeah. God damn. Like, you didn't even get to the verse yet. She's Is like, there nope. anything that you've released that she didn't like? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah there's been a couple songs, a couple. Of I just thought it'd be humorous. It's like yeah, yeah, that yeah. was amazing catalog like, of stuff that you've just never released because yeah, a three year old told you it was trash. Yeah. No, but I did choose the single from the last album because she kept singing it over, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, the three single is like, uh, Walk on Water. Oh, okay, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She loves that one, so I'm like, I'm like, okay, this goes. Um, but yeah, she's a harsh critic. Yeah, she's a harsh critic. But yeah, yeah, it's it's, yeah, the way the fatherhood affects my creativity. I think uh, I I, I don't think I can point a finger at it but it's just like um it, it, that's like a, a a demographic like to th- i've never thought about like even mm-hmm. showing my music to someone that young mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but when you're creating and she's around like she's hearing it, it you yeah. know and i'm just like oh i'm just like um it's, it's like vicariously listening to like oh this is this is what someone who doesn't even understand is, is how yeah yeah and then like even when um when she's like uh, listening to like, she watches like Moana or yeah. like Paw Patrol or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm seeing which ones she like, which songs she gravitates to and which ones she can sing easily. Yeah. And I'm like, what is it about that song that she easily could like? Yeah. And then I study that song and I'm just like, oh, okay. Okay, I see. I see Paw Patrol. Wow. I see what you're doing. Listen, you know the motherfuckers at Paw Patrol. You need to relax <laughs> because this is getting expensive at this Yo, point. Okay, that's why here right, right now. Yeah, the franchising. You. Yeah, you guys just stop. Everything needs to be in Paw Patrol, fam. Chill. Yeah. Just when you think you got them all, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they introduce another character. Everest comes along. Like, bitch, you were <laughs> living in a mountain with a, a friggin' <laughs> snowplow, right? How? Former Yumi, the fuck out of here. You can, yeah. seriously? <laughs> and then you got like Chickaletta and this. 
Bear Humphrey <laughs> character, like he looks creepy as fuck. Also, you oh notice the 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 statue, the character, yeah. the mayor, whoever that, the yeah. grandfather. Yeah. Why does he look so much like the bad dude? Yeah. You notice What's that? What's up with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up with that? I see, man. I see what the fuck. Honestly, dude. fuck you guys at Paw Patrol. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, when my son was born, and I can't say it's for everyone, and I can't even give this as advice, but for me, that moment was such a moment of clarity. Yeah. Like it just put. I I I feel I felt it as an emotion. And it wasn't until I got back and I wrote it down and kind of processed it that I kind of like got definition from it. But it was a moment of clarity where it's just like everything just made sense now. Yeah. And like how I prioritize my time, how I manage my time, doing what I love, me saying no. If I'm going to do a nine to five, it's going to be my dream job. So I went out and found my dream job. And then me saying, no, I'm not shooting these events that I don't enjoy. Mm -hmm. I'm only going to do what I love. Like my son was such a moment of clarity. I almost feel like it's a cheat code for me. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm sorry, like you're asking me for advice. But a large portion of what I'm able to do is because of this. Yeah. So maybe go have a kid. I don't know, like, what it is. Was that the same for you where when your daughter was born, it was a moment of clarity? Or was it something else? No, definitely. I feel like, for me, the way that she looks up to me is more important to me than um, being a good everyday father. Do you mm. know what I mean? There are fathers. You can be a father that's there. And when you say everyday father, you mean the way that the society kind of perceives you as? Uh, or... Just like say, uh, in terms of like physically, yeah, time wise, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and you can be both too. But there's like a certain sense of for me, like being the best father is being a role model for her yeah, in yeah. terms of like you can choose a path that you love yeah. and you can do it. Yeah, you know. And I feel like that for her to see that yeah. is more important for me than being like the the standard like he's a good dad because he does this this and that i feel like for me that's how with with my parents were hardly there like physically hardly ever there because they're like i think a lot a lot of people growing up in this experience as well as like when you come to this country our parents are like they're working two jobs and whatever it is and like here's some ingredients and feed yourself exactly so it's like for me but now i'm just like in hindsight i look back i'm like oh that's why you weren't there and i'm like and i look up to my like parents my mom especially i'm just like wow like my mom is like a boss ass bitch like i'm just like Jesus, I'm like, I see it now. Yeah. And I remember, like, uh, she couldn't make it to my uh, high school graduation. <coughs> and I remember at that time, I was like, yo, all these parents, like, everyone's yeah, here, yeah, my mom's yeah. not at my high school graduation, yeah, what's yeah. up? Yeah. But then she was working. Yeah. And I'm just like, in hindsight, I'm like, oh, like, yeah, who gives a shit about my high school graduation? Because yeah. now for, I look for her, at... she had no choice. Exactly. And now <laughs> I look at my mom as like, wow, I'm just like, I want to be like you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And however hurtful you may have felt at that moment, it might have been like tenfold more hurtful for her. To yes. Not be there. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. that's why it's like uh, to show her that she can do anything she wants with her life yeah. and follow the, a path of like passion. That's what's most important about fatherhood. So that, that moment of click, because before I had a child, yeah. it's like you're looking for like, um, you know, acceptance and validation yeah. and, um, you know, uh, just like getting your music out there through art and like you want people to accept it. Yeah. But as soon as she's born, I'm just like, this trumps everything. Yeah. The way she looks at me trumps like Instagram, social media, fuck all that. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I'm just like, the way you look at me is yeah. like, that's yeah. what, it's, exactly. you know what I mean? Exactly. That's what's important to me right now. Shit, people that are listening to this can't see the smile on my face because yeah. everything you're saying right now, you're vocalizing things that I've yeah, felt yeah. in this in position. Because for me, it's just like, and I'm sure you're this way, when you're, when you're in this 
space of creating content, it is so time consuming mm-hmm. and can pull some time out of you that you just you sacrifice time with your family. So for better or worse, you know, my son is with my wife more than she is with me uh, than he is with me. So when I get that time, I value that shit. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like in my heart of hearts, I know that if I do this, you're almost laying the groundwork to tell them that with hard work yes. and dedication, you can do truly whatever you exactly. love. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's it's like um, if you tell your child you can be anything you want to be, mm-hmm. and you yourself did not become what you wanted to be, mm. how could how, it, you know what I mean? There's almost a lie. You're almost just like. With that, obviously, there's circumstantial things of our parents being like coming from war, and, and yeah, yeah. but I'm saying is like overall, I'm just yeah. like, in order for you to truly believe it, you need to see it. This is those one-liners that I take and I put <laughs> it on the YouTube video and then I put it on the Instagram clip. But again, if you if you yourself were not willing to sacrifice at all to be all that you could yeah. be and follow what you love, how can you preach that to your kids? Exactly. This is part of the reason why our parents don't preach that to us. They say, go, yeah, be a yeah, doctor, yeah, yeah, be an engineer, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They never told us to follow our dreams. Yeah, 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 but absolutely. at the same time, like we can't be about it if we're not about it. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, it, you have to, con- that conviction is like, just by example, yeah. like, look at me. I'm doing what, exactly what I want to be doing, yeah. and you should do that too. And what's amazing is that, you know, I look at your whole catalog of work, um, I asked you what your favorite song is from you, and it's like you haven't made it yet. And I found yeah. that answer to be amazing. That's yeah. like that's fantastic because it's the same thing about my pictures. When I, yeah. I I'll take a picture, I'm like I love this for a week. I'll put it on Instagram. Two weeks later, I fucking hate it. Like yeah, I just yeah. I don't have a favorite picture. Right. But uh, what I was getting to is that the song "Light." Mm-hmm. God, like I, <laughs> I I heard that song, and when I heard the song first. I'm like, oh my god! Like as a dad, I'm I, like, this is I don't know, this is weird. Like I'm thinking about my son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I saw the music video. Yeah. And dude, like I'm fighting tears. Like I'm, I'm I was yeah. never, I would never cry for like 25 <laughs> years of my life. And now I turned to be a father, and I'm like, I, everything makes me cry all of a sudden. But I see this, and then like, if I had to say, of all of his work, what stands out to me, really? okay. it's that song. It's that song, man. Yeah, yeah. And you know, what, what brought you to finally do a song because I imagine your daughter was the core inspiration for the song yeah, absolutely absolutely what brought you to say okay now you can do this song Sean now you can do it yeah yeah it was just like pure inspiration like that was around like maybe a month before she was even born I started like we started working so on she that. wasn't even born yet no I already knew like god I was just like trust me I'm gonna like this is yeah but um Yo, that yeah, that was that was a, that was a special song because I've never written anything like that before. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Everything was like, I think that's the only. I guess there is rapping in it, but it's like, like very PG rapping. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it was just like it's also the challenge, but it's also one of those things where I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. This is not for anyone. This is just for, for you. her. So it's like the way they anyone perceives it, I don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my best friend, he's singing the chorus on that yeah. and last produced it. Yeah. And um. Just to have like my best friends help me make this song about my child, it was just like it's a metaphor for your life almost. Yeah, it was just like it just felt right. Yeah. And then like that vi- that video wasn't even meant for public consumption. It was just like I'm gonna I- talk about the video. Okay. I'm gonna talk about the video okay, because okay, here's okay, the okay. thing: you are a visual person, and at the day when you made that video, okay, sorry, I gotta go back for one thing. I think so many parents often feel. Uh, I wish I could express how much I love my yeah. son or daughter. Yeah, yeah. And they simply can't yes. or whatever it is. So it, it's shown through the actions and then parents, uh, kids have to grow up and find out later on how much their parents truly love them. Like they yeah. never understand that. We take that for granted. 
but you've created something. Yeah. I don't know if she'll feel the same way. I feel, I feel, I, I, no, I, she, I feel like she, she loves will. it. <laughs> but, you know, you've literally put your heart and soul into something, mm. and you've told her how much you love her. Yeah. And that's something that I think other parents should envy, like yeah. the ability to express yourself in that way. Yeah. That's number one. I just got to I gotta say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then number two, the video itself is that it's literally like this shot on iPhone, playful, joyful, yeah. just honest representation of that song. Yeah. And I love that it wasn't anything like you've ever done before. Yeah. It wasn't this commercialized, high-key production. Right. It's just you, your daughter, popping out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where was the inspiration for that? I think she was um, in like playing in a basket, and then like she just popped out. Yeah, it was like the cutest shit ever. I'm mm. like, oh my god! And then okay, like a light pause ball. this video, light Sean Vincent the Paul. Go watch the music video for this because it is one of the cutest <laughs> things you'll ever fucking see in your life. As soon as she popped out, I'm like, oh my god! I'm just like the light bulb went off. I'm like, how could I not exploit this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but I was just like, I'm just like, oh, let me just. First, it just started with the pop-ups. Just like, let me just capture a whole bunch of like. Yeah. It was just, I thought it would be a cute little thing. Yeah. And the whole thing though, like, I just wanted to make like a time capsule. Yeah. For both of us, like, a, just a, uh, you know, like a something we can both capture in like ten that years. One moment. Look back and being like, this was us, you know. And then eventually, when I started editing the video, I, I showed a bunch of people. They're like, you have to put this out. I'm like, you had to. Yeah, and I, I think at first I, I was hesitant because, like you're saying, it was unlike any of my other content. Yeah. And some people were, like, advising me, like, this is, like, uh, off-brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm just like, fuck, do I give, what the I fuck do I give word, a shit man. if it's off-brand? This yeah. is, like, we're talking about a relationship with me and my daughter, and you're talking about some music industry bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yes, a brand. I'm like, I'm not a fucking brand. I'm yeah. like, I'm being a dad right now. Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? I mean? Let me get my dad off right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? But, um... But yeah, it was just like, I wanted to make a time capsule so we both look back and be like, that's us. You know, yeah. like the way we look at albums now or don't look at albums. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was just for us. And then like sharing with other people, like, you know, parents mm -hmm. like you also mm -hmm. just Do you, do you get this kind of feedback? Have people, you know, other parents, young parents love, come yeah, and, and tell you? All the time, all the time. All yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's funny because that's like, that song has a demographic of its own. 100%. Like, I'm just thinking, like, okay, I gotta play this at his birthday party. <laughs> yeah, I gotta yeah, make yeah, a slideshow yeah. on his fourth birthday yeah, 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 and have yeah. this song as a soundtrack. Yeah, you know what? Mo uh, I encourage more pe more parents just, yeah, like, all, another thing that was beautiful about that video, it was a it was kind of like a collaboration between me and her. Mm -hmm. You know, like, mm -hmm. she, like, featuring your Featuring, daughter. yeah, and it was just like, at a certain, like, after a year, because I, I shot that for almost two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, after, like, a year and a half. Because there's, like, like, footage that it took time. Yeah, exactly. It's not like your yeah, yeah, yeah. daughter comes out of the makeup room, like, okay, I'm ready for my yeah, shot now. Yeah. No, this took months and months exactly. and years. Well, years and years. Yeah. Like, Almost her whole life, I would say. Yeah. But, um, yeah, eventually she would, like, as soon as she's the camera, she's like, okay, like, she, yeah. it's like, and I feel like create, that was, like, my first, like, taste of, like, creating with my child. And I was yeah. like, that's, that in itself is something I would encourage, like young parents. To, like, yeah, you know. And this is no like DJ Khaled Assad producing. It's none of that bullshit. <laughs> like this is not that. <laughs> like when you when when this when you say collaboration, it is one of the most truest yeah. uh, expressions of, of fatherhood yeah. that I've ever encountered. You know what I mean? So I, I got I got I honestly you know I gotta say thank you for that for creating that. You know what I mean? Like because you know to to experience art. 
and to navigate your own emotions as an individual through that art mm -hmm. is one of these things that I think sometimes gets taken for granted yeah. because it's one of the most fulfilling experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's that song, whether it's Kalki, or whether it's another song, to truly experience emotion yeah. through music. Absolutely. God, like yeah. that's, uh, you, you, we owe a, a debt of gratitude in some way to these artists that are doing these yeah, things, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's no, amazing. It was beautiful, man. Do you see yourself collaborating with her? Again, what's the next collaboration? I, I'm, I'm trying like? to get her in the booth. Like, okay, she, she sings all the fucking time. But yeah. like, as soon as I'm like, "Yo, you want to record something?" She's like, yeah. "No." Yeah. I'm just like, but yeah, yeah. Eventually, yeah. I think like I'm really looking forward to just like creating with her. Right. I, like, we draw all the time together. Yeah. But like, yeah, like we haven't really. I'll get her on a song. Yeah, yeah. Song. And you've incorporated in some of the album art where mm. you guys are dressed up, Absolutely. typical, uh, you know, South Asian tumble attire. Yeah. Um, how has the response been to that? Um, great. Yeah, people just, I don't, um, I'm just trying to make, like, iconic-looking images. That's just a lot of bribing. To get, like, a two-year-old or a three-year-old to stand in one, you know what it is like, man. You were and standing I, there, she looked stoic Right, I'm just like, just like, I'm like, yeah, all she's thinking about is that goddamn cookie on the side. Yeah, That's what yeah. she's thinking about. But yeah, no, I'm, I want to do like a series. Was where, it, like, did you have to set a time or was someone at least there to no, help someone you? Was, someone okay, was that's taking, good. Yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah, the goal is that every like two years, I want to take that type of photo. Oh, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Where you see us, us, yeah, evolving. If she could look at your, your catalog of work and, and sort of see like who you are, what would you want her to see? <clears throat> the motherfucking legend. The legend, the legend that I am. Yeah. <laughs> you better know her dad's a legend. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Iconic legend dad. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. No, yeah. absolutely. Someone yeah, that was I'm unafraid to kind of express themselves. Absolutely. And, yeah, yeah, it's like uh, unapologetic confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like I always say, um, I suck at everything except fatherhood and art. Mm. And I'm not going to be humble about those things. Yeah. Like, I feel like I meet so many young artists, yeah. really talented artists, yeah. that are just like, eh, I'm kind of okay. Just like, what's the point of that? What's the point of saying that you're okay? Yeah, like, yeah. why not just own your shit? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's just like, I'm trying to go down as one of the greatest artists of all time. Yeah. yeah. Okay? Say that's my goal. That's yeah. what I want to be. Yeah. If, even if I don't achieve that, I'm gonna be at least like top five thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, and that's still like point zero 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 one percent of the of world. World, you know what I mean? So why not? Why, 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 why limit yourself? I feel like you're saying things verbatim of things that you yeah, know. It's, it's just God, like, and I feel right. like there's so you're many right. young artists, and a lot of especially yeah, young Tamil South Asian artists. Yeah. It's just this is like this hesitance. They cripple themselves. They cripple themselves. I'm just like you are what you put yourself. What what you speak about yourself yeah. what you put out there every day yeah. you know what I mean tell yourself you are the shit every single day and see what happens yeah, you know exactly. what I mean watch your life change exactly yeah, and as I'm soon as you like, change your perspective yeah and I'm just like yo I want to in terms of like this art shit yeah. I want to be the best yeah, yeah. I want to go down as like one of the best yeah. like, that's what I look up to and that's what I'm going to be yeah, yeah you know that's amazing yeah. and I think that's that's something that more people need to hear and yeah. kind of own up to right yeah you, you like you can be a humble person you can be like you know like uh, in your day-to-day -day interaction yeah, exactly yeah. you don't need to be a, like a, a cocky motherfucker I'm yeah. talking about 
when it comes to like my creativity, your craft, your actual my craft, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not here to be humble. Yeah. I'm not here to tell you that I'm okay. Yeah. No, man. Yeah. Like I, I will out rap your favorite rapper. Yeah. I'll out direct your favorite director and yeah. out style your stylist. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm here to do. Amazing. <laughs> do you know what Amazing. I, mean? <laughs> I love that you said that in threes too. Like, that's, that's, that's the fuck I'm here to do. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that gets lost in translation in this politically correct environment. Yeah. Where people want you to be humble. Mm-hmm. They want you to be you know, polite and yeah. all this kind of stuff. But I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Like when I say we make dope shit, like, yes. I mean it, we make dope shit. Exactly. And if you don't like it, cool. At the end even, of the day, even if you, at that time, if you're not making dope shit, keep saying you're going to make dope shit. Exactly. Trust me, trust me That's on exactly God, it. we'll eventually make That's dope exactly. shit. Because if I look at my first photo shoot yeah. or the first concert or my first YouTube video, whatever it may be, yeah, yeah. I just didn't give a fuck. Yes. I just want to just keep doing yeah. it. And I don't think you can you can continue that path without that confidence. Yes, that's a, that's a sense of self belief. Well, there's also like the stigma of like you could be that cocky or confident, um, yeah. but it's just like not socially acceptable to say that because then people like mistake that for arrogance. Exactly, it's not arrogance. No. It's like knowing what you want to be. It's like that's why the the amount of shit that Muhammad Ali was fucking talking. I'm like, man. Mm-hmm. He's the greatest because he knew he was the greatest. Exactly. He put it in the air. Exactly. You know what I mean? That yeah. like he, that man was moving like a legend before he knew he was a legend. And it's really, it's almost like knowing the ending to the book and you saying the ending of the book. 100. And they're like, you motherfucker, you don't know the ending to the book. <laughs> it's like, no, I read it. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm a dope motherfucker. Exactly. Like, I read the ending. Exactly. And you're saying it today. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what gets lost in trying that people see it, like you said, arrogance. Yes. It's like, no, I, I have such clarity yes. over my craft. That's exactly. what you're saying. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm talking I'm, I'm talking about art. Cause keep in mind when it comes outside of like my creativity, yeah, I'm yeah. an insecure motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I, like there's so much shit I can't do. There's so much things I gotta learn. Yeah. you know what I mean. I'm yeah. still learning. I'm a student. Yeah. I'm talking about when I'm talking about my craft, yeah. art, like the shit that I do. I'm trying to be the best. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Course, it's like you course. can still be a humble human being. Yeah. But I don't believe in being humble about your your craft or your art or some whatever it is that your Good. sport, whatever you're Good. trying to do. Haven't undenying and unwavering belief in yourself absolutely like you need to be that person it yeah. needs to be intrinsic yeah, yeah, yeah. before it manifests manifests itself in, in reality right? absolutely That's and even it's almost like a safety net too right because it's, it's like if you're aiming for the moon yeah you'll probably get up to the sky at least yeah exactly. <laughs> at least exactly but if all you're aiming for is like the the top of a, the top floor of a building yeah yeah you know, make it to the basement alive, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? hundred percent. It's funny. I've had this conversation last week yeah. where someone was bringing up this other uh, a person, like uh, a YouTuber that, you know, does photography, that kind of stuff. I'm like, dude, don't bring that person up anymore yeah, because yeah, we're yeah. not comparing that. I want, if you want to bring up like people that we're going to talk about or aspire to, like, I want to be better than James Cameron. Yeah. I want to be a better interviewer than fucking Barbara Walters. Yeah. Like, this is the people that I want to bring. So when they put out new shit, send me the link and let me know, yo, this motherfucker James Cameron just did this. Exactly. What are you going to do great. about it? The great. The yeah. great. Study the great. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Because the only byproduct of that is you're going to be the best fucking version of yourself at that time. Exactly. That's huge, man. Yeah, man. Um, I got to talk about this as well. When I first saw you, my first inclination was like, this black dude is a pretty <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking dope artist, man. How did I not hear about this guy? Yeah, yeah. Sean to Nepal. And then, you know, in some angles, I'm like, yo, this guy kind of looks like LeBron James a little bit. <laughs> um, He's a handsome dude. I'll but, take it. Yeah, man. but again, do, do you often get like put into certain boxes and treated certain ways because you don't look yeah. like the typical like, every day man every day i get you don't talk bo- like it yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't act like it <laughs> yeah so that you know what that's the thing it's just like um 
I was telling you earlier when I went back to Sri Lanka for the first time, I was in Jaffna, I was in Colombo. Motherfuckers were talking behind my back, like as if I couldn't. And I'm like, "Hey, Tamil Vlangmoda." Yeah, you like, understood the language. I understood you heard the, them. You know, yeah, I'm just what were like, they saying? Oh, they were just like they were just commenting. Like, on was, it. Yeah, commenting or like yeah, you yeah. know, it was like. Um, but I feel like with my experience, yeah, I get confused for being black a lot, but yeah. it, it there's not a speci- there's not one Tamil experience or mm-hmm. one way to be Tamil. It's like why why am I not like someone's like. Um, Someone will see a video and they're like, "Oh, you should present yourself more as a Tamil." And I'm yeah. like, "How do I do that? What do you in the Saram Bordu like rap on that?" And the Zaydi, you know. So I'm like, "It's like, how do I become more? This is my experience of mm-hmm. being a Tamil. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. my experience, and it's just as valid. Yeah, as you know what I mean. And I, that's why I love working with Nabs. It's, it's like she's the most Tamil person I know. Yeah, she raps in singing in Tamil. Yeah. her Tamil is." phenomenal yeah do you know what i mean and not once during our whole collaboration did she ever question my thumble yeah, yeah do you know what i mean yeah, it was yeah. always just like your thumble we're like we're both our experiences are so different yeah but we're like we're all thumble yeah you know what i mean yeah. so there's not one experience of it and i feel like um and i'm glad you asked that question because there's also like this generational gap of like what it identity is something that is like the so it's like a topic that we we're going to struggle with forever mm-hmm. like not only in terms of me and mm-hmm. like me like it's almost it, it's such a human thing you know to, yeah. to, to identify but we have a tough time identifying because i'm like i grew up in in brampton mm-hmm. in mostly white kids yeah then i got into rap only black people and yeah. white people no Tamil. Yeah. Like, I had no Tamil friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? The yeah, only yeah. people I was speaking Tamil with was my parents. Yeah. And I'm just like, that... But now what? Am I less of a Tamil person than some guy yeah. in Scarborough who only has Tamil friends? Yeah. And that's just one issue. But then in terms of identity, like, we're talking about, like, there are... Uh, we don't even have a, a country yeah. to call it. Like, yeah. technically, we don't. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I alluded to this, and we talked about this in the yeah. previous interview with Navs. But yeah, what right. flag do we rep? Yeah, you yeah. know, now if we rep that flag, it's almost like, well, now you're repping the flag of your oppressors. If the oppressors, the government, yeah. you, you can't rep that flag no yeah. more. So we don't have a country. But then on top of that, there's like, okay, now there's like, uh, I was talking to some dude the other day. He's like, yo, the experience of the island Tamils very different from mm. the Tamil Nadu. Tamils, mm-hmm. very different from like London. Mm-hmm. It's like, and now we're all separated. So yeah. like, our experiences are so vast and so different, yeah. and yet we're still trying to find some kind of link to come together. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, people like comment on that all the time. It's yeah. like, I'm like, I don't look Tamil enough. I don't sound Tamil enough. It's yeah. like, what the fuck you want me to do? This is this is my experience of it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's not less. I'm not less Tamil because you. I don't dress a certain way or act a certain way or sound a certain way yeah do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. And i'm like that's something we just a constant discussion this is something that we actually explore i don't know if you've heard of it but we have our own podcast called the banana boys mm-hmm. and what it is is we want to create something that talks about the tumul experience growing up in western society yeah it's me my brother and our good friend our partner in this in this whole thing and it's a comedy show okay but each episode has a theme and we talk about serious things and one of them we talk about is colorism yeah. like being dark skinned mm-hmm. mm-hmm. our stories about that we laugh about it but we kind of send the message as well but you know one of these things that we're going to talk about is you know we almost have these scales of like more or less tumble and yeah, we use yeah, this yeah, yeah. to kind of qualify you 
as 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 are you in this group or are you not good enough to be in the group yes. yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. And something that I've I've kind of struggled with because you know, similar to you, I grew up downtown. Yeah. Uh, when everyone was downtown, Tomo went to this one school, Parkdale. Yeah. Uh, my parents sent me to the opposite school, <laughs> yeah, AMG. Of did, yeah. Well, which was like, no, you're gonna go here with just all Italians and Portuguese yeah. people being the only brown kid in this in the school. Yeah. Uh, and then just when that was kind of getting okay, whatever, and then we moved to Etobicoke. Just like white neighborhood after white neighborhood, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? And then you'd hear from our own people of how you weren't pummeled. Um, enough, of course. Yeah, um, it's like coconut. I'm just like, man. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's what it is. It's just like, I, you know what it is for me in terms of uh, creating? Mm. I stopped catering to uh, cultures. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about the art. Yeah. I'm not here to, uh, I don't want to be a great Tamil artist. Yeah. I just want to be an artist yeah. that competes on a global scale, mm. but I don't want to be like uh, that he's good for a thumb of something. You know what yeah. I mean? I never want but to... I'd, I'd also argue that. at some point, at some point in your life, you're just like, I'm not going to allow you to tell me yes. how thumb I am or who I am in any kind of way. You're exactly. not going to put me in any box. Yeah. Um, when did that happen for you? What, what, what age did you realize like, fuck this, I am who I am? That was recently, man. That was because, you know, like, up until, the, up until like, uh, maybe until Instagram was popping, what, like, three, yeah, four yeah. years ago? Yeah. Um, I was mostly in just, like, rap culture, yeah. rap community, dealing with, so mostly black in mm-hmm. some way. Um, but that, that, that was my focus, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and there are not a lot of Tamil creatives downtown. No. Period. No. Right? No. So, I'm like, I, in my whole experience of the music industry, mm-hmm. have never met a single Tamil person. Wow. So, ever. Yeah. That's fucked up, yeah. first of all. Yeah. It's scary. You know? Yeah. And so, I'm like, but I was never concerned. I'm, I'm not, like, I'm not seeking anyone. I'm just, like, I'm here for whoever wants to make dope art. Mm. Let's just make the art. I don't mm. give a shit where you're from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was my focus. And then Instagram came, and then, like, um, other Thumbel people started, like, discovering me. Mm. And then that's when I was just, like, that's when the question of, like, oh, hey, you don't look Thumbel. You don't sound Thumbel. Like, are you repping us? Are you, like, I'm, like, now I start to question. I'm, like, wait, wait, wait. The motives wait. might be, like, well, where, where are you coming from? Yeah. And it's also, like. You know, up until that point, yeah. it was just like the people that were supporting me, mm-hmm. allowing like financially supporting me, buying tickets or like yeah. uh, uh, streaming, whatever it yeah. was. It wasn't necessarily demo people. It was people listening to rap music or listening to my music. Yeah, yeah. A wider, much wider. Now. Exactly. And then soon as like thumbel people find out I'm thumbel, they're like, "Oh, that's our boy right there." Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's always the case. It's always, always. just like yeah, it's always. always. But it's like you can't you can't question how thumbel I am, yeah. and then at the same time being like attribute me to your team all of a sudden exactly yeah. exactly yeah. you know what I mean I'm just like it's, it's such it's, a hard truth yeah man. but at the same time like I'm fully aware that I am representing normal people mm-hmm. like that's always always in, like that's important to me mm-hmm. you know what I mean when I'm like uh, uh outside of the Thumbel community and I'm with other yeah. circles. You don't ignore that part of your Of course not. I let it be known. I'm like, yeah, yeah. listen, like, yeah. I'm a Thumbel artist yeah. and there's a whole gang of creative geniuses behind me. Trust yeah. me. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, and I feel like within the Canadian industry, like, I feel like I'm one of the few voices within like the Canadian yeah. scene and it's my responsibility to like kick in that door yeah. for more Thumbel. 100%. You know? You know, and part of like even us doing these interviews and stuff like that, I was, I was telling you briefly, is one, we want to interview people from all kinds of... Because the whole show, Controlled Chaos, the whole show is about creativity shared. We want to talk to people 
in multiple disciplines, mm-hmm. talk about their journey, their origin story, the adversities, all this kind of stuff, with the hope that we put this work out there and it empowers even one person yes. to create. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, one of the things that the goals we set up for ourselves is I need to find pummels that are doing it as well because I find that it's important to me. So important. Uh, and, and share their story. And that's why we do this stuff pro bono. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, we say my Because I think it's important. And one of the things I shared is that if we risk suppressing our own people and not telling our story and, and, and continuing down this trend of like, you got to be a doctor, engineer, or lawyer, yeah. and all this kind of bullshit, is that we risk other people telling our story mm. and interpreting it their, through their lens. That's how history works. As yeah, opposed yeah. to us exploring the arts and telling our story. Yeah, right? of course, of course. And that's why I always like encourage, uh, even aside from artists, we need more writers within like uh, Canadian media mm-hmm. to write about Tamil artists because the, the writers are, don't necessarily give a shit about our stories. That's true. Do you know what I mean? And they don't, and the other thing is they, they might even come with good intention, but they don't understand the gravity of sort of things. Exactly. It's, it's like the same way that like you can't um, write about black, you can't have like only white people writing about black art. Yeah. There's like a new, there's so much nuance. This is why nice. Genius.com pisses me off because you have a bunch of like you know, whites and Asians yeah, yeah. interpreting black lyrics. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just, it starts to raise flags for me, but anyway. Like, all that nuance gets missed, and I'm just yeah. like, yo, we have so, like, there's like a, a boom of thumble, like, uh, creatives that are, that's happening right now in Toronto. 100%. And I feel like a part of it is like, well, who's writing about this? Yeah. Because when you pitch it, when I'm pitching like my story to like these uh, outlets, and yeah. they're like, they're like, oh yeah, we get it, but not really. I'm yeah. like, well, fuck, we need we need someone on the inside to write about yeah, it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. we have some sprinkled here in and there. And but this like, it should be empowering to you know anybody that's like a visible minority is that put your stuff out there and trust me, like if you just keep working on your craft, there's like already going to be a subset of people that will resonate with it. Yes. Um, and it speaks to truth because we created we have like our YouTube channel we have we have in total four podcasts <laughs> but of all the things that we create and we, and we put up photo shoots and all that kind of stuff nothing had the fastest trajectory of growth than the Banana Boys podcast oh really and every episode and we've only had six episodes we've added a hundred listeners at a time with zero marketing dollars no crazy thing other than us just putting it on Instagram and just uh-huh. putting it out there and we truly believe because there is such a huge appetite for you know our audience yeah. and our people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to to just explore ourselves yes, through this stuff because I mean Shaman is all you put this music out there but again you are a Tamil person yep. and people explore their own heritage through your work absolutely whether, you know, absolutely and, and, I, and I think that's like you said right place right time yes right where all this stuff had to be created yeah even if I could be like the seed for like there's I hope there's like a a 13-year-old listening right now. Yeah, he or she is in there and listening to your stuff. That's going to be the next Kendrick Lamar for our people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what we need. Like, I want someone to like, yeah, that, that, if, if this can do that, then we're successful. I love it because it's, it's, it's it's cool. It's because like, we're sitting down here and like, it's almost a similar idea, but from two different perspectives. You're doing it through music and for me, it's like, I just want to take these talents, interview people and like, God, if there's one person that feels like, I want to go do music. I want to go do a photo shoot and do whatever I want. Yes. Great. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, this, the, what we're doing right now is so important for the culture. Yeah. And I don't necessarily mean Thummel culture. Because if you are not writing about 
Thumbo creatives in Toronto, you're yeah. not writing about the culture. Yeah. We take up, think about, we have like the highest populations of Thumbos outside of Asia yeah. is in Toronto. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We make up a huge uh, portion of the, the Toronto population. Yeah. We need to tell our story. Yeah. We are the fucking culture. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like when we think about the adversity we came through, yeah. what our parents went through, for us to come and tell our stories now. Like, don't, I don't want anyone excluding us, our stories, what, uh, telling us we're not part of the culture. We are the fucking culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a far too important story to be. Yeah, gone. absolutely. And, and, and the way that we watch, um, like, the, the, the Aboriginal population do it, like, yeah. just recently. Yeah. Like, they're coming slowly into the mainstream. Yeah. And we watch, like, the, the, the Caribbeans, like, the, the West Indians, yeah. like, slowly coming in. You know what I mean? Like, the way that, like... Like the patois can't be like, you can't ignore um, West Indian culture if you're from Toronto. Yeah, they are part of the fabric of Toronto yeah. culture. Yeah. the same way we. And are. The other thing is, uh, this is a thread in what I do is I won't allow you to stereotype us anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean, I won't allow you to define what it means to be Tamil. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that as a as a necessarily like aggressive like I'm ready to attack you kind of way. It's like no no no. no. I will show you through our craft yes. that you will not define us. Yes. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that's important too is that let's empower our young people, yeah. especially with the parents that may not support it. Yeah. Please create because the more you do that, the more definition that you're adding and telling the right story. Absolutely. As opposed to someone that's that's not part of it. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And, you know, typically we're getting to the tail end of the conversation, but I always come back to a couple of topics and that's the topic of like adversity. Obviously, going through this, even being a parent, and like there's a whole bunch of things that present themselves to you, and you go through adversity. Like, how do you navigate the tough times? I leverage it. You know what I mean? You, it, it, it could, negativity could, and adversity could only affect you negatively if you react to it negatively. Mm. You know what I mean? But if you use it, then it's currency. Wow. It's creative currency. You know, pain, heartbreak. Uh, agony, whatever the fuck it is you're going through, as an artist, that's money. <laughs> that that's that's the currency. You take that and flip it. Yeah. If you don't, if you if you don't flip it, then you're gonna paralyze. Then you that's when it becomes negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I've been places where I've let negativity paralyze me. Yeah. Where I'm like, but if you learn how to flip it, and there's always a way to flip it. Yeah. That's the gold. That's the money. So it's like, if you were. Uh, if you're zoned into your like your art or your craft, whatever it is you're doing, yeah, all that shit that comes your way is it's currency. It's currency. God, this is another one of those one-liners <laughs> that we cut yeah. out uh, because I said it before in a previous interview is that you know I'll talk to people like man things are going so well I'm just worried that something bad's gonna happen so I'm gonna knock on wood and yeah, touch yeah, black yeah. and all stuff and I said no look forward to the shitty times. Yeah. Because you will find out who you truly are. Yes. And the shitty times are going to make you that much better. That's how you evolve. 100%. Right? But that, see, you have this fantastic way. I, like, throughout this interview, I'm like, God, you're just saying things that I felt in a far more poetic way. Yeah. Negativity <laughs> is currency. It's currency, man. Put that in a t-shirt before <laughs> February, before this interview drops. Trademark that shit. Uh, one of my favorite Jeez. lines I've ever written was... um. Same song, that radio song. Yeah. Was um I've fallen so many times I've made an art out of getting up. Wow. You know, that's that's like I'm like For the people that, that are listening to this, I almost spit the water that I just took a sip of. <laughs> God. You know, geez. like and I'm like every time and every time I'll go back to that line, I'm just like, Yeah, it's like if you master the art of getting up, yeah, 
what is falling? Yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah. the fuck does it matter? Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, it's gonna hurt. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna go, you're gonna like, you will fail and it will hurt. That impact always hurts. And again, my, 100%, my, my analogy is look forward to falling. Yes. Look forward to falling so that you can get up. Master the art of getting up yeah. and shit, nothing will stop like you. Yeah, exactly. Nothing right? will stop Exactly. You. And you know what? You know what I find, uh, again, when talking about negativity and all this kind of stuff, nothing pisses off the trolls, the yeah, haters, yeah. the negative, toxic people in your life more than you getting up and not giving any fucks exactly. and still staying true to your vision. 100. 100. Like, you can be negative and you can try to get back at them, yeah. you can try to be vengeful, but nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. will bother them and make them lose sleep yeah. over you still being true to who you well, are and right. pursuing that journey. Yeah, and it's also like reminding yourself, like, you know, oftentimes we always... Uh, it's easy to focus on the trolls and the doubters and the yeah, people. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have like a whole sea of people supporting you. Focus on them. 100%. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's easy to focus on the one troll that's hitting you up yeah. in your DM telling you that you're in shit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. focus on the people that But you that have like hundreds you. if not thousands of other people exactly. that are passive, that yeah. not they're not DMing you to let you know how much they love exactly. you. Exactly, exactly. But they have that appreciation, yeah. right? Yeah, so yeah, you can't get caught up in that. I feel like the... The magnet of negativity is stronger yeah. than positivity, and somehow you just have to keep that in mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like we, as like a society, like uh, negative headlines, they sell more. Right. That's what it of works. Course. You know what I mean? Like the way we talk, even in conversations, it's easier to like gravitate towards like gossip or something bad that happened yeah. because we take all the good shit for granted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what exactly, I mean? exactly. And I, I think it's almost like it's a human trait. To look out for negative things so you can again survive as a human species like yeah. i feel like that's in the back part of your brain yeah but to be positive to turn negativity to currency it's like the frontal lobe like again this is like my physiology stuff that i hated <laughs> in university coming, coming back at. baby uh, it's coming, he's back baby but this is the kind of stuff that it takes a higher level of thinking mm -hmm. to train yourself around yeah yeah and a lot, i feel like a lot of people like just let negativity paralyze them more like yeah. you know what i mean it's yeah. just like they think that's it. I'm just like, that ain't it. Like, yeah, yeah. that's you're sitting on gold. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. For the people that are listening right now, if you can tell them three things that <laughs> they can do, three actionable things that they can do to get better at their craft, whether it's singing, <laughs> rapping, photography, videography, <laughs> whatever it may be, this craft, this art that they have, if you can tell them three things, I hate to put you on the spot, but yeah, take yeah. all the time you need, three actionable things, what would you recommend? Aim to be better than your idols. Amazing. You should. The majority of your day should be spent on your craft. Okay. In some way, serving that. Yes, mm -hmm. the majority of your day. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you divide your day into a pie chart, whatever yeah. your craft yeah, is, yeah. should be sixty yeah, percent yeah, of yeah. your day. Yeah. I don't care. What, and if your day is only, if you sleep for most of the day, the, your waking hours should yeah. be the majority of yeah. your craft. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> believe in yourself more than anyone else. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because people, it's there's no point in having of uh, waiting for other people to believe in you. Yeah. Believe in yourself first. Yeah, yeah. Don't expect your mama to come and just give yeah. you all the confidence. You need to bring that from yeah. within. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. All the young people like boohooing about their parents and not supporting. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah, be happy that you have that because that's that's the pain and anguish you need sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Now, some kids don't have parents not to even believe in them. Yeah, How about that? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Sean Mr. Paul dropping real facts on you motherfuckers. How about that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I, I can't end this show without talking about some other things, but top five artists. Who are your top five? <clears throat> All time? All time. 
Uh, should Jeez. we separate the living and dead? No. Let's do all time. I think all mine are living. Okay. I don't think... Do I have anyone dead? That's my top five? I don't think so. Okay. How about Kendrick? Yeah. Is this in order or is it just you're just... just yeah, just... Just the five. Okay, yeah. Kendrick. Andre. Yep. Kanye. Yep. Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, shit. Alexander McQueen. I didn't even say hip hop artist. Okay, yeah. and he threw that in there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. First, let's take Paul Thomas Anderson and uh, Alexander McQueen. Put him on the side over here. Okay. I want. I want. I should have said hip okay, hop or like musical okay. artist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But I'm gonna ask you a follow up question. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So who do I have? Kanye. You got Kendrick, Kanye, Kendrick, Andre, and, and Andre 3000. Um. I, I, this I always like forget people. Yeah. When you put, you know and, what I mean. And, and again, it's like it's emotions like, at yeah, times just of like your life. Like trying to think of like but in this time right now of recording this interview. If you yeah. Have to pick the five. Man. Right, I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to think of recent albums, but yeah, I'm yeah. just like, God damn, who my no rap artist? You're about to head out Me. on a long trip, and you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you can only pick five artists, and they're catalog to take with you. I would put uh, Anderson Pack up there. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah. put him up there. I think he's. He. I feel like he's. Well, he has like three albums under his belt, but yeah. like, yeah, he's on a trajectory right now. Yeah. Um. Young Thug. Oh shit! Yeah, I put Young Thug. I, I see a lot of Young Thug in some of the stuff that yeah, do. Like, he does. Little... He's like. Yeah. Yeah, I will put not only for like not his like, style, uh, but like yeah. like. Um, Visually, yeah, like he's just what he's done for rap is yeah. in such a short amount of time. time. His influence, mm -hmm. crazy, yeah, crazy. He literally came in like a fucking meteor. Yeah, changed what Atlanta was about, which by result changed what hip hop the whole landscape was about. Yeah. And again, he is one of the most secluded. Like I'm not here to give you fucking interviews and bullshit. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. you know, amazing. Yeah. Okay, um, you got Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, and we got Alexander McQueen. Yeah. What are three people outside of the music industry that are like your top five in terms of personality of people or whatever maybe? However you may define that. Those two probably just filmmakers. Yeah. Just, um, just whole, there's like a bunch of like European filmmakers whose name I'm forgetting. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who we mentioned earlier, who do we mention um The filmmaker we mentioned, the dead guy, they did this astrology. Oh, uh, you mentioned him. Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kubrick. I'm Kubrick. terrible with names too, because as yeah. soon as I want to say it, I forget it in that moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I put Kubrick up there. Yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. Alexander McQueen. Yeah. Um, Non-artist. I put my producer up there. I put my producer Latch. Shit. Yeah. He makes that top five, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's been times there's like, people that do interviews and they'll never say no. they'll never say the people on their team. No, I'll put Latch up there. There's yeah. been moments where I'm witnessing that man go off. I'm like, yeah, man, we work together. Yeah, like like yeah. And by the way, now that you've said, it, I'm like, can you set an interview up with Latch? Because I'd love <laughs> yeah, to do this yeah, with yeah. him now. Yeah, like no, the word genius gets tossed around, but yeah, yeah no, Latch is certified genius. Yeah, so yeah. I put him up there for sure. Yeah, like so much of my work, like you know, a lot of like um, artists. It's like, 
the song, so much of it is dependent on the producers. Yeah. The engineers, the mixers, we don't ever talk about that. Never. You know what I mean? Never. People people on the outside always think it's like yeah. the rapper and they're like, yo, they're, they're, it takes a team to put together a, a great song. 100%. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm blessed in the, in the sense to work with Latch in that yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm missing one. I, I, me. Me? What? Did I say me? No. Yeah, of course me. What the fuck am yeah. I thinking? Yeah, yeah exactly. Me. Yeah, me. You're in the top five of all time. Exactly. Yeah, me. For God, sure. I'm so glad you remembered that. Yeah. Because then you like, come back and like, wait a minute. You're just talking <laughs> about being so fucking confident in yourself. Fuck yeah, me, man. <laughs> amazing, amazing, yeah. amazing. Um, uh, I almost had a brain fart there, but I, I know where I'm going with this. If you see yourself in the next uh, five years, so to speak... What are the things that you've achieved in five years' time from today? I need a Grammy. Yep. Even if it's for like best album cover, I'll take that. Gra- yeah. I'll take that Grammy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Make a million dollars off rap. Yep. Um. My own clothing line. Yep. And a feature-length movie. Amazing. Directing a feature like amazing, yeah. amazing. I, I wanted to ask that question. I don't ask everyone the question, yeah. But only because of like the different ways you explore your creativity. I wanted yeah, to yeah. see what your answer was. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's dope, man. That's dope. Thank you again, again, Sean Vincent the Paul, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, and the Instagram channel. You got to You got to You got to take in your Instagram profile. Just visually, it's a just museum. I'm telling it's you. Museum. I'm <laughs> telling you. It's a fucking experience. Thank you for sitting down with us. The full length. The full podcast. Listen to the link below. Uh, And again, be sure to follow him on Instagram. And we'll see you guys next time.